when did you get engaged? Uh, May 1st of last year. Okay. May and May. were you Sergeant Surprise? Or was it all Joe Strobel? And she was like, oh my God. Or, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was pretty, pretty surprising. That's cool. Uh, Where'd you do it? Uh, at our house. Okay. Yeah. I had had a, uh, a family heirloom uh, oh boy. diamond. And so we ended up making a uh, ring with that. But Nice. Yeah. So my eyesight is garbage. Uh-huh. And like I got these two years ago, first pair, and it was probably three, four, five years past due. <laughs> and I just only wore them for like watching TV or driving at night. Um, but I need them badly a lot of this, but I can't like look at my phone or a screen because uh-huh. anyway, um, so every time I look at the camera, I can't see <laughs> the, I mean, I can kind of see the, the screen part, uh-huh. but I can't focus on the lens. So whenever I'm editing and I, I see myself look, I'm not looking in the right place. I look like an idiot. So I was like, I need to bring my glasses down there and see what it looks like. And yeah, it's a notable difference. <laughs> it's fucking old and stubborn. Chapter 47. Here. Yeah. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who are you hanging out with these days? Man, we pretty much, I mean, we kept it pretty low key throughout everything. But okay. I mean, I've still got my same, we've still got our sure. same posse and everything. Right on. We just don't get together as much anymore. And then being out of the neighborhood. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, getting together as much as I'd like to. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, nothing like having some cold ones and driving back into the heart of the joke. I know. Like, there, There's no good way to get to my new house. I mean, like, yeah. I don't think there's any good way to get anywhere. Yeah. And if you're, if that's yeah. the, the hand you're holding, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> uh, uh, a buddy had some people over last summer and my boy had a soccer game and what like got him home and showered and and then I, so they started hanging out at like 6 and I didn't get there till like 8:30 but I mean I like made a drink when I got home and then poured a roadie uh-huh. and I hit like 95th and Lee and I was like driving right in the heart of the beast yeah. like fucking... maybe the roadie wasn't the best idea <laughs> <laughs> so like trying to you know, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you so much yeah, for doing welcome. this. This yeah. is great. Um, and this is episode, God, we tiffed episode 15. Uh, so this is episode 16. Was, badass was that records. Copper? Did that make the cut? I'll wait and see. I mean, <clears throat> like, you know her well. Um, <laughs> that I, was just one that I always picked up on. I was like, I was like, man, that's so random. And I mean, like I mean, I had that cassette. Like yeah, yeah. it was, you know, like I mean. So she and she 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 gave me a four spot. Uh huh. Um, and it was um, many many texts, and and just as many like gaps of no texts, uh-huh. like to the point where I wouldn't say, and she'd be like, "I'm still working on my list of songs." And I'm like, "Why are you making a list of songs? That is not the ask." <laughs> She's like, "But it'll." I'm like, "Fine, whatever." And I was like, you know, that's going to be in there. And you know, did it, you know, a one by this particular artist is going to be in there. And she's like, stop. And then she hit me with her four. And like, she's like, I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> so when I, li- you know, she like, uh, what, what's your sibling situation? Your, your brother? I just got, yeah, one older brother. Older, okay. Yeah. So we have th- three years between us and, um, uh, 
I had this beater of a brown Corolla and it like, but the, the, you know, I, I, I tried to like make it cool and it's like I had a tiny pair of like black Nike high top shoes hanging from the rear and like the back windshield was perfectly stickered. And then she winds up getting this Mazda six, two, six, I want to say, uh, as her first car. And she, I mean, she, by this time she's got like a fat case logic, Uh you know, and, uh, she did her own version of stickering. Um, and I believe there was a cat in the hat and like, kind of, I feel like it was, and she swears it was like, legit but i th- i think it was a knockoff fish sticker uh-huh. and then this huge huge live sticker across the and i was like yo and she's <laughs> like i don't care i yeah. love it i was like all right man yeah. so when i revisited that uh, i think it was the first or second track and i was like oh this is the this is the one i know yeah and then i said that like six more yeah. times i was like god damn that album had hits right like, whoa okay that was one thing some 90s records had was like yeah they would keep on the radio would give them like chance after chance yeah. after chance um but anyway that was uh one of my buddies was like is that gonna be weird to interview fam i was like i don't know i'll tell you yeah. but i'll i know what i won't have is a lot of bio questions because yeah. i i got that <laughs> shit down um so Joe Joe Strobel, episode sixteen. Thanks for being yeah, here. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, born and raised KC. Yeah, yeah. Saint Saint Peter's. Yep, yep. K through eight. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, third through eight. Okay. Yeah, we started out at I uh, went to Hartman and Hale Cook. Oh, for, okay. Yeah, went actually went to ECLC at Saint Peter's. Okay. So had like a little group of people that I knew from there. I mean, I, I, as many people as you can like remember when you're in preschool. Yeah. So, uh, Shit. But yeah, we did the went. To public schools for a couple of years, and then... Hale uh, Cook is, uh, for me, you know, when you're the, getting this, it's like I, I, one detail to summarize a place is like all the bandwidth. So Hale Cook to me is uh, the school that has like the perfect teach teach a kid how to ride his or her bike without training wheels parking lot. Yeah. Like that's where we go for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's it's every time I me- I meet somebody that went to it, I'm like, what? Yeah. There's students in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. So, and then did you go to Rockers? I went to Miege. Miege. How yeah. was that? It was good. Okay. It was good. Yeah. Like say, uh, um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, a lot. Uh, my brother, you know, had gone there. He was, you know, he carved the path. Carved the path. Okay. You know, I was just. <laughs> Swimming in his where his were you, wake there. For where a while. were you living? Where were your folks at, we when were you were in eighth grade? Two blocks away from here. Okay. So we were just like 66 Terrace in Kenwood. Oh. Like right Okay. Where, yeah. I, have you been here before? Just that one one time when Jessica was watching Modesto. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so what do you remember? I mean, because this past week. Yeah has been, um, I'm sure you've said just that social media is just flooded with like eighth grade and senior yeah. graduate, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's fascinating. Like my Adeline's finally old enough to where like I can see eighth grade on the hurt. Like it's coming. Yeah. Um, and without really giving it much thought, uh, you know, Anna and I have always just kind of been like, well, St. Teresa's in Rockhurst. And now uh, that hasn't really changed too much, but like certainly entertaining uh, Miege and maybe even Barstow yeah. for him. I mean, I don't, 
what do you remember what it was like for you? Yeah. Like, were your parents like, I choice mean, is yours, or were they trying to... Pretty much. I mean, there wasn't many public schools on the, I mean, in the area. I mean, I don't even know. I mean... What, I mean, what's your high school graduation year? Uh, uh, high school was 01. 01. Yeah. Fuck. So, I mean, yeah. city, KCMO shit has been unaccredited for 25, 30 years yeah. now. Yeah. So, I mean, we, I mean, pretty much knew that was going to, I mean, uh, um, Hogan was trying to get, right, was right. trying to get St. Peter's kids to go. Um, but it was nice. I mean, we, we had a group of like, of the, you know, Missouri kids that went off to me age. Sure. Like, so like, yeah. I mean, uh, we, and we're still, you know, did you, but did you like give it a whole bunch of, just, were you kicking around for a long time or you're like, no. that's just where, yeah. Okay. But, um, and why, I guess with your older brother, but I mean, did you, you had buddies, I'm sure that went to Rockhurst mm-hmm. and did they, did it seem like they enjoyed it just as yeah. much as you were enjoying yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, okay. I would, I would hang out with them. I mean, you sure. know, like there was, I mean, a few, you know, Peter's kids that we like hung out with, you know, all yeah. the way through. I mean, nice. Yeah. Um, and m- mom and dad are still around yeah and are yeah. they still together yeah okay yeah, wow yeah, yeah so that's cool yeah you're uh i mean and they're your bio parents yeah like i mean you by the way i almost always forget to ask to sign the wall you gotta help me okay. remember um but i can't tell you how many folks i've sat down with and they're like oh well my bio dad is what well, i don't even know who that i'm like what or you know i'm me and my s- sibling were adopted and but from different sets of bio families and I mean like you're you're kind of a unicorn yeah <laughs> like, yeah we exist yeah, yeah. We're, we're out there um yeah. and so I the last person that said yes to that I was like do you does it seem like they still enjoy each other's company or are they trying to just get through it or I mean, gosh I mean they're coming up on 50 years wow I mean I'm blanking on the exact number sure. or whatnot yeah but uh yeah, I mean, it's just uh, one of those things. I mean, they we went through a lot as a family or whatnot. Okay, and then, yeah. Uh, you know, that brought us all, you know, pretty close and everything. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're just – I mean, there wasn't – I mean, after – I mean, uh, it really never uh, – you know, there wasn't much, like, conflict around, you know. Like, they just – Across your across, childhood? Yeah, I mean, oh, wow, yeah, okay. between – I never really saw that between the two of them or whatnot, you know. My brother and I are like the a, main act. You're like a striped so. unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure the was, two of you were, yeah. were having we're fighting. Like, yeah, yeah, I I grew him when I was probably uh, oh about like seventh or eighth grade. So damn, the fights evened out after that. But, okay. Yeah. Did you? Uh, I mean, would you guys? No, I mean no. no. I mean, wrestle, we never we never came. Yeah, yeah, and it never came to blows or anything. Yeah. Um, I. The dude that was on before Tiff, um, we went to uh, we had club level seats for a Chiefs Broncos game, and it was um, under Herm and Tony had like everybody knew the season was like, I mean it wasn't cold yet, um, but it was I think probably already looking bleak. Um, and Tony, like we knew, maybe the trade, trade dead. I don't know. Somehow we knew that the, the chances for Tony to get like 
the all-time yards, like few chances left. And uh, that day, whoever was calling the plays like wasn't targeting him. I mean, and there was a lot of booze. Uh Um, But we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, like these two dudes, and we're, I don't know, four, five, six rows back, these two dudes uh, in Chiefs jerseys, are standing, turning, facing that way and hollering and pointing. And we look and these, they're like two of, you know, Raytown's finest white boys. And they're the people that are hollering at are not. Yeah. Uh, Straight from Raytown Beach. They're, they're a couple of black dudes and they're wearing Broncos jerseys. And, and all of a sudden these guys, like they just dove. I mean, I felt like they covered 14 rows in like a half a second. And the next thing, I just every, I mean, all part, everybody was just landing blow after blow after blow. And there's my, we had, I had three buddies and we were just like, oh my God, <laughs> like terrified. Cause I mean, club level, like you go over that ledge. Yeah. Oh, that's so, see ya. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they were just, and this, this dude reminded me that he's remember seeing a cop show up and he's like, no. Nah. Like I'm waiting for yeah. like I'm not getting in the you know, like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Um, but that just I mean like I, I I don't know that I've ever known anybody who like you know was a dude and had a brother and they yeah. would like kick the shit out of each other. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a lot of those people out oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking showing up to school with black eye and <laughs> cut forehead. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, just yeah. the usual, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> usual yeah. Saturday. Uh, so what's the age difference between you and your brother? We're 20 months. So Damn. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and did, were mom or dad playing music in the house when you guys were? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. What we had a record player. Yeah. Some CCR. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love <laughs> Credence. Like, I still remember that Christmas, like, when my brother got a CD player for the first time, Ooh. you know, like the Sony like top loading, you know, yeah. CD player. And I guess that she asked uh, some of my older cousins, like what, you know, CD to get him. So she got him a Garth Brooks. Your mom? My mom. Did, yeah. a, little, did a little leg work? Yeah. Nice. Got, got him some Garth Brooks. And, and then... it, was the Garth Brooks spot on or? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love it, Garth. It's a CD. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it, it worked. It and was then... low places, at least on it. I don't think so. I okay. think it was early. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then dad got, him uh ccr's like okay 20 greatest hits so, I, I mean yeah i mean i can... i literally if the print is still legible on my cassette version of that i'd be surprised and i also listen to it so much that now creed i can't like i hear credence and i'm like no something that like just that's something you said <laughs> and i you know i could yeah. do the whole just want to hit the ceiling yeah <laughs> uh wow okay some garth and some and then how far after his did you get your own system? i was a, i was a tape holdout okay yeah same yeah i mean i, I mean i like the portability of the yep. of the walkman you know it's yeah not, it's not skipping at all you right know? so that was that was nice you know it was mobile and then so yeah so i'd bring the briefcase okay of, of tapes with me nice where, where i was going so uh i really i was i mean i like living in Durango going to school down there the southwest sounds was the the place and go in there and you know the new I don't know more Chiva is out and like you know Hal the owner can see me like 
He just fucking knows he's two minutes away from a special order. Like, <laughs> but I thought, you know, for the longest time, uh, that the like the disc man with the cord to the cassette. Yeah. For I thought I was like, that's gonna cover us. That's all we need, you yeah. know. Uh, anyway, I finally had to cave. But um, what? Uh, so you got you started with the cassette. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what? Uh, what were you oh, man, getting your hands I, I on? Mean, a little bit of everything. I mean, I was, uh, you know, definitely doing the alternative was just like it, you know, mm-hmm. and like the early nineties and, you know, started listening to some, some hip hop and rap and whatnot. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, the majority of it, that was kind of like s- stuck in those two lanes for, for the most part. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, are you, are you a vinyl guy now? I am. Okay. I made a deal like I was not going to start buying vinyl until I was like settled. Okay. And like not because moving vinyl is just the worst. <laughs> like I moved everybody because come on here. It's been like vinyl doesn't they, they'd love it. They yeah. do it. They buy it. Vinyl doesn't have a lot of a lot going for it, to be honest with you. Yeah. That shit is heavy. Uh, the list keeps growing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how deep are you? I'm good. I mean, I'm still like in the couple hundred, you know, okay. records right now. I mean, I that's mean, a that's a chunk. It's a chunk. I mean, how I, often do you do you all in person or do you order? I mean, I I go in person. Okay, yeah. I Where still, are you going? Um, there's a few different spots that I like. I mean, Half Price is nice just to go through Vinyl Renaissance. Okay, and it's Incarnations over there in Overland Park. Okay, there's one spot over there on uh, Westport Road. That's just doing new vinyl. Okay. I can't, of course, I can't think of the name of it right now, but their selection's really, really good. And you said you miss, I cut you, you were about to say, yeah. I miss something and I cut you off. Oh. Uh, when I when I said. Oh, Miss, miss Street Side Records. Oh, yeah. That man. was, yeah. I mean, like, it went from, like, Street Side Records, like, either the West Border, the one on Medcalf, mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah, and then a lot of time at, like, Borders Books. Yeah. Like, I would just go and, like, hang out at Borders Books for, you know read magazines nice. and then like shop for, for music and then eventually buy something. So cassette holdout, fairly new vinyl collector and guy who has always been associated with the phrase, trust the playlist, yeah, right? Have, have faith in the mix. Have, have faith in the mix. Have That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I accidentally injected some Dayton Moore <laughs> Royals. <laughs> the and, prize, yeah. so trust the pro- have faith in the mix. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, and how did that come to be? Oh gosh, listening to people complain about my playlist. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like what? I mean, so and not even playlists like burn CDs, you know, back in the day. Like we'd be like on the river. Oh, like you brought it and you're playing, yeah, you're running the tunes. Yeah, I'm running the tunes. They're they're like, what is this? Yeah, and I'm like <laughs> have faith in the mix. Like something's coming up, right? Like, you know, like it'll it'll happen. That's like, funny. It might not. And so yeah, so then, you know, you say it a few thousand times. Yeah. And, People, you'll start hearing your friends like just nice bring it up in conversation from there on out um how long have you been making digital playlists i mean pretty much since i got my first ipod I, like okay yeah, that was like that was the like light moment. bulb yeah. yeah it was like i remember like we were going out to a friend's like farmhouse up in saint joe and was riding with a buddy that hadn't seen for a while, but he had an iPod. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, you know? And I'm like, so there's just, like, what's on it? And he's like, well, what do you want? I'm like, 
I want to hear, you know, like presidents of the United States of America, like peaches. And I want to hear it now. He's like, wow. Well, check. And like, sure enough, he had it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, I was at that's micro, awesome. I was at Micro Center later that week. And, mm-hmm. you know, made that um, purchase. So I find like, uh, um, are you a Wu Chang guy at all? Yeah. Like, I'm new ish to that. Um, and, and like, I've owned 36 chambers on cassette for years, but. I've just never really, and I and I discuss, I think that it's like I'm a little intimidated. Like I'm t- way behind everybody else, and there's so many like people and si- side pro- like to learn yeah. that I feel ashamed, um, and I have a, a similar anxiety when it comes to ma- the idea because I don't really do it of yeah. making a playlist. I've yeah. made very few, yeah. um, but to have like a really nice collection of songs that I mean, go the order is so important. That's, that's where it's just shuffle. <laughs> okay. You know, just, I mean, that's, I mean, sometimes, you know, someone will be like, give me a playlist and, you know, like 150 songs later, like, here you go. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like that's just, I mean, yeah. You know, and that's where, you know, coming back to having faith in the mix. Right. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm so like this Saturday, um, I, I imagine your folks, participated in the auction back in st peter we weren't big auction guys. okay yeah okay. well yeah. even if you don't go you're everybody's whatever supposed every family's supposed to donate something of value of 75 dollars or greater uh-huh. whether you go or anyway uh so where i always get pulled in on that is somebody asks me to cook for a progressive dinner um so i've done those like i don't know five or six years um and it's this saturday and my next door neighbors um have kind of co-hosted with me the last year or two and so when it came up and they've got like nice open space Mm -hmm. and they're they they have like a design company so like making things look nice is her wheelhouse so i was like i mean you want to have it at your place she's like yes i was like you know, like anyway, um, so if you are, I don't know how many people, there's a, a max number of families that can buy it because yeah. it's part of like the silent auction. Um, but there's like several appetizer houses and then there's several main course houses and like our, we're a main course house. And so 12 couples, I can't, 12 people, 12, one of the two. Um, and then everybody goes to one dessert house and it's like a ton of people and everybody's nice and toasty by yeah. then. And I remember like the second, it might've been the first one that I went to with them. We got there and I like remember, and they have a nice uh, outdoor area. Um, so people were, it was nice enough that people were in and out and I remember getting out and like knowing the song they had outdoor speakers and I was like, Oh, I dig that tune. And then I dug the next tune. And then like 11 songs later, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) And I, somebody introduced me to the wife and she was like, this is my husband. Uh, or, um, he he might've been somewhere else, but she was like, he, he's going to absolutely like, do jumping jacks when he finds out that somebody complimented his playlist i'm like how long is it and she was like i don't know how long it is i can tell you how long he's been working on it though and i was like i fucking bet yeah 
Because, I mean, if you're, you want it to be the shit, yeah. well, any, anyway, uh, so you'll, you'll make one and then, and then shuffle also? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, burning CDs back in the day was more about, you know, building the flow and then going, yeah. you know, like yeah. back and forth or Because you didn't have the option. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could skip tracks. Yeah. But... I don't know. That was a weird button on the, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just give me my triangle play. Like, right. that's all we need. Right. Like. Yeah, that, oh, man. Uh, that reminds me, uh, you brought up Wu-Tang. So for my uh, high school graduation, was it high school? Yeah, high school graduation, my brother's gift to me was uh, he got me a case of Altoids uh, Bible and uh, Old Dirty Bastard. Uh, return to the 36 chambers what kind of combination Just, is that it was you know like i a case yeah of like a case like like six like packs tw- yeah like or tw- 12 packs or whatever you know so you're like, trying to i mean no i mean i was i was all about my my breath mints back then you, you know? were yeah, oh yeah, so yeah. okay okay he wasn't uh, trying to deliver a message yeah. But we're sitting there. We're sitting there at my grandparents' house, and they had just. My grandma's like, "Oh, we just got a new hi-fi system. Like, play your like. What how about you play you say your? That new was? Yeah, I was like, dirty old man. Yeah, I was like, um, let's not like, because like the <laughs> the intro to the song is like talking about him getting gonorrhea. So mm. it's like it's like let's not like let's we'll put this one. Right. You know, like we'll you know I'm sure you've got a record. Did back your there. was your does your brother listen to? He so it was funny because. Uh, he was late. He was a late driver. He didn't drive till he got to college. Okay. So, uh, uh, his junior and senior year, I was driving him, and so when I was driving him, I was providing the playlist. Yeah. You know, like, and it was just—I mean, that was just the case logic. Okay. You know, like. Sure. And we listened to we listened to a lot of Wu Tang, a lot of DMX. Oh, like, so he was he was aware of what he was giving you. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. or it was it was my music, yeah. Um, was, but it, it, has he has he been like a spiritual dude? his whole life or yeah i would say so okay but so that those streams can cross and it's not an issue i mean you know i don't know how much like you know like if he still listens to big baby jesus you know i doubt it (laughs) you know or one of you know old dirties like dirt mcgirt or whatever you know any of his number of aliases i i doubt that you know that's ending up in his you know uh algorithm right now but uh, god i wish i could quote the uh, I think it was a Chappelle show skit where ODB was like saying something and signing off or somebody was doing it, talking about him. And they were like, uh, if you can't reach him at, at that, it's dirt McGirt. And if you can't reach him at that, it's like, it's like that line in, uh, uh, swingers <laughs> where the dude's depressed about the breakup and the buddy's leaving the message on the machine. It's like, so come on over to Tommy's. If we're not there, we'll be at Harpo's. If we're not there, we're at the Brookslider. <laughs> if, if we're not there, try Hooper's, you know. Yeah. Uh, but who, in that skit, they're listing all these names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what in the hell? Uh, um, shows. You I, The last time, I feel like the last time we talked about shows, you were uh, sharing an anecdote about somebody that was hitting you up for Nathaniel Rateliff tickets oh, and yeah. you're like sure man it's been sold out for six months yeah. and you're hitting me up two days yeah. ahead of time and it was like uh so are you still a show seer yeah have yeah. You, and you have been historically right yeah okay i mean that's like i mean just a happy happy place you know right like, there's nothing better i mean i still think yeah my favorite thing to do is just like the festival like schedule sure. or whatnot and sure. like knowing that you got like zero responsibilities and you're just like all right, we're going to go from here to here to here. All right, if we're gonna, it's going to be tough to make it over here before right. we get to there. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's I, it's just great to have everything 
back up and rolling. Yeah. You know, um, just what have you seen anything recently or what was the last? I'm trying to think. We went to Red Rocks for the first time last year. You and, and the and the lady, yeah, okay, and Kelly. So who'd you, uh, who'd you see? We saw. We went to three shows when we were out there. So we did back to back nights with Reggae on the Rocks. Oh wow! And then, that's been going on for a fucking minute. Man, yeah, and that was uh, Third World was by far the highlight of that okay. show. They were. I mean, they do you were, have a lot of reggae in your repertoire right now that gets? Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I mean, gosh, I mean, everybody gets their. I think you just issued a copy of Legend, you know. Yeah. After certain, if you listen to music for a while, yeah, you, know, you just get that, and then it's just kind of like, all right, well. Which you know, I've had veins in my life where I'm like very anti greatest hits yeah. while owning, so yeah. you know, uh, but that's got to be the king of the greatest hits. It's, I it, mean, it ends on the list, you know. Like, I mean, like he didn't have that big of a catalog, so you can like go back and like you know listen to you know like, and like. 10 or 11 yeah. records, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and if you count the first one was, I think that's the only one where the whalers were listed. Yeah. And then it's fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so right. Okay. Yeah. We uh, did that. And then back to back with Nathaniel Rayliff. Okay. So you've his, seen him a few times. Yeah. I've seen him a few times. Uh, he came through the Midland, I think the first time we saw him. Okay. It was him and, uh, uh, Leon Bridges. On oh the man. Badass show. Yeah. That was, wow. that was a great one. Um, and then, yeah, a few times at the crossroads and then, yeah, that was the hit the first, he did three nights at Red Rock. So like all and, sold out. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Rocking. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. That place wears you out though. Oh yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it, you know? And then like I say, back to back shows. So like drank a little bit on, on the Sunday night into the Monday show. And I was like, I was just dragging. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. I, was like man, I would have played this a little bit different. Like had I like knew what I was getting into. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we did it, did it right, and then we uh, later on we saw the Black Crows. Man, yeah. So it was, like, it was a good vacation. Is Chris Robinson still in that? He, him and Rich, yeah. Still, okay, still trucking. So the They're, Brotherhood they, is not a thing anymore, or it's a side project. So they they did uh, that. Uh, Shake the Moneymaker was they did the I think it was what thirty year anniversary. I mean, yeah, yeah. So from ninety one, yeah. So that, yeah. So they they. Got back touring together on that. I know they don't didn't have the original drummer. I think what's his name, Steve Gordman. I think his name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, him and Rich, you know, were, okay. are getting along. Did again. they not? Ha- did they have friction back in the day? Yeah. But yeah. now it's all. I, I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, hey, are you about out of money? I'm about out of money. Let's let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's there. It's, I hope that's not yeah. the whole thing. But you know, I mean. There, like, if you remember, the, like the behind the music, like the BH one behind the music. Did you ever see any of those? Like uh, the stories yeah, of like, they, yeah. You can find theirs on YouTube. It's, okay, it's it's entertaining. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then yeah, the, I mean, just you know, like fist talking about brothers having fist fights. Like that was oh, no that shit. was the Robertson brothers. Hey, yeah. there you like, go. They're like you know, and it became you know they like we're not we need two two buses. Like oh. I'm not riding on the bus with him right. anymore. And Jesus. so the record labels was like. So we got to pay for two two buses now. Like awesome. Like and also, you know, <laughs> we'll be doing everything mm-hmm. separately save for the stage time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to. The first time I saw them was like, cause they've been like off and on, you know, like through their hiatus or whatnot. Was uh, um, Voodoo Lounge? They played in like 2010 in Luther. Uh, Dickinson from North Mississippi okay. was playing guitar yeah. with him at the time. Wow. It was odd. Yeah, that was great. 
I want to say that was the first time I talked to you. Okay. Was I mean I'd seen you, you know, with with your sister sure. or whatnot, but it was North Mississippi at the Beaumont Club. Okay. Like way back when, and sparsely attended show, but I was like, I was like, I was like, hey, you don't know me, but uh, friends with your sister, like, da, 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 oh, da, like da. I was there. Yeah, you were there. We <laughs> talked. Yeah, we talked. Talked to each okay. other. Yeah, that was like, all right. I was like, I had that random thought. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's North Mississippi. I was like, that's but, funny. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's uh, rolling up on fifty. It's amazing. <laughs> how things just it's like uh, a covered wagon where the backs yeah. you open uh-huh. you hit a bump and shit's just you get to Oregon you're like fuck yeah. like we're missing so much shit yeah. that's my that's my memory these days uh, have you are, do you have anything coming up that you've got tickets for or? coming up uh, Boulevardia yep yeah um, I think just gonna hit Friday night same yeah yeah excited for that had done it a few times when it was down in the West Bottoms there by Kemper and um, it was good. It was just I'm hoping. I mean, just you never know what you're gonna get when when people throw a big festival like that. Yeah. Like, um, but uh, yeah, like I mean, Tech Nine brought it <laughs> last time. Yeah, there, yeah, that was good hometown show. For yeah. Uh, any anything else on the horizon? Um, I think I'm gonna do War on Drugs uh, at the Crossroads. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited I'm, that I, I don't think they've I don't know that they've been to kansas city that i, I can remember you know. if they have it was before they were on my radar uh-huh. i'm super excited yeah. about that um and i mean yeah there's it, it seems like crossroads went through a weird like i think they're like booking agents have just like kind of you know i think they were working with like maybe pipeline or somebody before okay. and then now they're you know, it's so it, that used to be the like schedule that would come out and we'd just be like, all right, yeah, like let's go. Like, um, you mean you'd be able to see like months at a time mm-hmm, line up mm-hmm. and I'm going to that and I'm going to that yeah. and I'm going to that. Yeah. And that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Or? Not really. I mean, yeah. And it's huh. just been within the last few years. I don't know what happened down there. I don't, I'm not, not, not sure. This Why do I know Pipeline Productions? They put on Wakarusa uh, back in the day, yes, or indeed. had a hand in that. Because I could see it. Yeah, I can see it like on a sticker uh-huh. or on a cup or something. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, "What the fuck? Did I know that." Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Is that still happening? I don't think so. I never went when they moved it down to Arkansas. Me either. Um, it was just, you know, I think I don't know how many years it did in Lawrence, but like, it was just so like, I mean, a given. It was like forty-five minutes away, so yeah. it's like, all right, I can like drive down and see widespread, yep. and like. Well, come I come back and work the next day. It was just... I mean, I don't know that they're the same, but I but like my crew, we we went to Green Eggs and Ham Jam, and then we went to Omega twice, and then it became Walker. I mean, it was the same spot, uh-huh. same like weekend, you know, same cons. So it felt like anyway. Uh, I thought that was going to be forever. Like I had one year where um, I went. We went. We packed up camp and went home early Sunday because I had a hockey game played hockey and then made it back out in time to see STS nine. Yeah. They were like the Sunday night headliner and I was stone cold sober and and freshly showered and they, I mean, melted my fucking face. I was like, Oh my God, like this is what people in the crowd with like, yeah. <laughs> oh, have you seen them? Yeah, like, that like that was like one of the first like big shows of like the first Wakarusa was that Thursday night and Sound Tribe and you know like we were on the rail you know just waiting for him to come out and the most wicked storm I've ever seen at a concert came through that that Thursday and we're just like 
We're like, all right, go back to your tents. And we're like, okay. I don't want to go back to my tent. Yeah. Like this is like this yeah. is intense, you know. But uh, yeah, it was. I had been listening to them a little bit, but I had no idea like what their setup. What like I hadn't looked at any liner notes or seen any. I mean, YouTube was like brand spanking. Yeah. I, so I was like, I don't know. I then I know their sound is cool, mm-hmm. uh, but I was like, fucking each dude is playing like a regular instrument and has a laptop or some kind of. Yeah device that's contributing to the psychedelic and then again like people had these i mean i don't even know they're like little giant sticks with like like a totem totem yeah yes thank you yeah jesus i mean let you you let your friends know where you're at yeah i I mean but also there was like it seemed like calculated movement and all of it was so spooky and i I, as sober as i was i could just for rows just of fucking eyeballs that are like (laughs) i'm like whoa that person is gone enough for all of us um but really, really wild. Yeah. I mean, I think I, you say that I got in trouble, not in trouble, but like I tried to steal somebody's inflatable alligator <laughs> at a show at Wakarusa, and like it didn't end well for me, you know, like some shoving or whatnot. I just thought I needed it more than them. But like those are like, you try to explain that to somebody, like, and you're just like, what? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't think I'd be telling that story. I know, right? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, I mean, great shows and. Like flaming lips, yeah. Uh, like that was a um, fun one. I, uh, I, I've never. So I mean, we'll get to, but like definite pockets across my history where I'm like, all right, enough people. There's enough buzz that I'm going to give these people a try, and you know, sometimes it's like, oh my god, I can't believe it's just now, or the opposite, like this is not for me, um, and. Uh, Flaming Lips, I've, I've never, like, you know, given it an undivided. But I, what I have heard, I'm just like, I don't I don't get the hype. It's, it's a, you got to know, I mean, where to jump in. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. like, they're, I mean, their newer stuff is just out there. Like, oh, for I real? Mean, it's just, I mean, like, I, I mean, in, like, Yoshimi. Like, that's Yoshimi Battles of Pink Robots. Yeah, Like, that yep. was, that was my kind of intro to it. And I remember my friend like playing for, playing it for me for the first time, and I was like, I was just a little over. I'd been overserved that mm. night, and I'm like, this is too much. Like, I can't, li- I can't even listen to this yeah. right now. This is too much. Yeah. Like, uh, I had uh, there have been you know per- not perfect attendance for <laughs> scheduled appointments, and uh, you might find this as a shocker, but all of the folks that have not made it have. Uh, like oh, huge number of restaurant industry years. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and I knew when I, I was like, well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and one dude who I've known forever, he gave me like, I don't fucking six or seven or eight records. Uh-huh. And I mean, so I was up late yeah. the night before and Yoshimi was one of them. Uh-huh. And then whatever he, but I was like, this, this, this sounds, I recognize some of this. Um, but I remember them head because one of Tiffany's like BFFs is uh, always been a fan. I've, I've always always given them shit, unwarranted, uh, for being a huge fan. And they, um, I think they headlined a Sunday night, uh-huh. but I think this was deep in it. Like, I feel like there eventually would be like two main stages, mm-hmm. or two bigger stages, and yeah. then a bunch of other little ones. So you could. 
ostensibly have two headliners going at the same time. And there wasn't the the sound was was pretty good. There wasn't a lot of Complete, lead through, yep, yep. you know, which is is rare. Yeah. You know? So I I went uh, kind of with that posse to the Flaming Lips at, at, only because uh, the other headliner, like I I feel like I'd seen mm-hmm. a bunch. And if, at some point, deep enough into Festival of Wakarusa, you're like, you can't keep going to see the same yeah. people, dude. You got to fucking mix it up. That's why they're doing this. Yeah. So I went, and the crowd for that was, I mean, like quintuple the size of whatever yeah. thing I didn't go to. And everybody was so into it. And I was like, I remember I laid like, like deep enough that I'm separated from the rows of folks. Uh-huh. And I had, we were all laying down, but it was like, for the whole that that's how I spent the whole whole show fucking watching this dude in the bubble yeah. and shit. I'm yeah. like, I don't. It's a spectacle. I don't hate this, but I don't understand what's yeah. going on. Um, but when I going back and or for the first time really, sitting down undivided attention to, I was like, this is this yeah. is not bad. Yeah, I had stumbled upon them at Bonnaroo late night, and you know, like two o'clock in the morning, like walked in and they were like covering some Pink Floyd or something, not really knowing what I was getting into. Wow. And, I was like, okay, and like, kind of like one of those, like, all right, put a pin in those guys. Like, yeah, we'll see, exactly. You know, like, and then I think I ran over to the Funky Meters and you know, Ooh, got down with man. you know George Porter and, and the boys. One of, who was it? Uh, I should know this, um, but like I said, my memory. Uh, whoever the Meters keyboard player was made right. it pretty deep into the list of choices, and I was like, yeah. Oh, when he got eliminated, <laughs> I was like. Fuck. That would have been so cool, bro. And they're like, you're a loser. Get out of here. I'm like, fine. Um, I got to pee. I was thinking just a second ago uh, when you were telling me about introducing yourself. uh, I feel like a huge, like an insanely disproportionate number of our seeings one another have has been at corner cocktails. Like to the point where if I like see you somewhere else, like right here, I'm like, what are you doing here? Cheddarburgers <laughs> <laughs> uh, here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and I mean, I can't believe I, I really didn't go there much until like '02. I moved back in 2000 um, and was living with a girlfriend yeah so i mean it was probably just we were right right here so it was probably just hoopers and brookside but then i lived with a buddy at um 87th in pennsylvania and then was like oh and then i moved back to this neighborhood for grad school and since since then like 04 or whatever um i can't believe how many hours I spent in there and yeah. how much money. I mean, not that it's a, a, a super spendy yeah, outing, yeah. but still, like, yeah. I mean, clo- closing it multiple, you know, more than one night a week for yeah. like a couple calendar year, you know, just yeah. like, wow, man. Um, but it's a great spot. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, gosh, I did. I went. I worked at BB's for 14 years. Oh man! So it you was, can't not stop by. It was just yeah. They knew when we were coming too because we were you know smelling like hickory smoke. Well, that's that's door, most so. of my memories of you uh, have been like that. Like yeah. the smell hits you at the same time the sight does. Yeah. Like oh sh- oh shit. I mean, what's it, up, man? <laughs> it was one of the few places you know where you could put in like a hard like you know sweaty day work and like 
still smell like barbecue. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, hey, it's not, you know, like, or at least that in my mind, that's the way. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody probably tell me otherwise, but. It's uh, really, uh, I have this customer of mine uh, does lots of, like, lots of jarring, mm-hmm. um, and their shit's in, like, grocery stores and Mike's liquor stores, and I walked in there a few weeks ago, and it's a very, they're, their place is very small. Uh, like customers don't go in there, but anyway, they had just, you know, he'd, he'll buy like 500 pounds of diced onions and, you know, immediately in the tilt skillet. And I don't know if they're going in balsam. Well, I don't know what the, but I walked in, I was like, Oh my God. And I was there for maybe 15 minutes. And I mean, I had to come home and take, I had to change clothes and, and my hoodie, even in my car, I was like, I wonder what their cars and their homes must smell like. Like, holy I shit, mean, man! You you definitely you you kept your nice clothes in a different like part of the house. Yeah, <laughs> like it wasn't like any you know like buttoned up you know right, shirts or right. whatnot. They they weren't you know living next to anything that you brought home. Right. I was, just, I was like, you could always. I was like, there's a lot worse things to smell like you know when you get out of it. Like yeah, but you know I don't know how many times it's like it smells like a campfire in here. You know, which like, is. Like kind of not the smell. Yeah. I mean, it, it's of the same family. But... Oh gosh, yeah. When I would go to an actual like you know like somebody having like a little like after hours you know like campfire, and then I'd be like, oh these clothes just reek. You know, like this is terrible. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's like, like well this is what you always smell like. So yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. ish, you know. Uh, so that gig, for for I remember this pocket where you were like every home game right at Arrowhead. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, through uh, Lindsey Shannon, I got to give him some R.I.P. Right? No, no. no, uh, no. His his wife Joe passed away earlier this year. Right, and and Lindsey just retired from uh, his blues show after forty five years. Forty five. Forty five. Sunday years. nights on the so, Fox. Right. Sunday nights on the Fox. Yeah. yeah. So it was gosh, last Sunday or the Sunday before last was his last one, and he had been on. I think it was maybe it wasn't all with the Fox. It was like KCUR. Oh, Maybe, like I think okay. he had another okay. like, it would, transferred to the Fox. He worked sure. his way up there, but uh, yeah, I mean, just with that, you know, have I they think... shaken hands on the sale of the place yet? They have, yeah. So, so that's the Nickel all... Brothers, the Nickel Brothers, yeah. Congrats to those guys. They're they. What's up? They Guess do... who you're getting a visit from soon? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like ready. Yeah. And um, then the old man died. Yeah. And the shit's been in like probate. Just... And, and, and Lindsay and Joe were like, we're not opening new accounts. Yeah. With, we're not putting our names on anything new. Yeah. And they were like, you'll have to wait. And that's been like two and a half years. Yeah. Maybe it's... more. So, yeah. So, gosh, I left in 2018, I guess. So, okay. So that's been as many, yeah, years or whatnot. Since um. Man, what a, I mean, that, uh, you know, the Fox and Classic Rock um, were just what I was hardwired to for so many years. And, like, the fact that the Chiefs were a part of it made it, like, it was just perfect. And uh, the memory that I have running over and over in my head is kind of, Especially for like a three o'clock kick, because like, what time did his show start? It was like it was after like, the yeah, afternoon, eight day. o'clock, yeah, eight I, to ten, so, seven, to eight, seven to nine. Eight, you nine. know, I had so many memories because uh, for a while, 
I mean, and this is going back a long, long time ago. Uh, we were a household that was TV muted and, fo- and Fox on. When that would still sync up. Like, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch yeah. Holtis. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, I mean, going back to Harlan even. Oh, yeah. Um, but the Oh, baby, what a play. Dave. Yeah. Uh, I, Lindsay's got the coolest. Oh, baby, what a play. Nice. Like shirt. Nice. And I'm just like, that's that's legendary. Yeah. That's... <laughs> um, well, I would argue. Um, I'm calling both games. That's like maybe surpassed that. Do you remember that? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Uh, so... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. His little his viral moment that he had. Well, like, I, uh... I was and I was tuned in live for that. And Rich Gann is like, I'm getting confused. Which game are you calling? Because <laughs> we needed the J- Dolphins to beat the Patriots yeah, to make something. And so, and, and the game, the Chiefs game was like down to the wire yeah, and and close and like stressful. And so he, in between plays, he's calling, he's, you know, anyway. Um, but, but, you know, um, I don't do this in like literally uh, nine, 10 plus, right at 10 years ago, I, I completely stepped out of, uh, all fantasy sports, uh-huh. uh, cause I was just garbage, you know, giving money and then like not setting my, or just trying and being worse than if I didn't even set my lineup. Um, and, and around the same time I got out of, um, sports talk radio. Um, cause I would just sit and be like, Oh, at the end of this bit, I, I gotta go, get back to what I'm supposed to be doing. And then they'd go to commercial and the bit wouldn't be done. And it just, I mean, all day, every day, just anyway. And stupid callers just like, anyway. Uh, but, but I used to, I think there's some p- parallel to years of shitty Chiefs football, always translating to like consuming more Chiefs content. Yeah. Like, all the post game show that's in the building, and then it kicks out to a bar in Leewood or something. And listen, you know, like if if I listen to every possible thing, I'll find the answer, and we'll win the next game. Uh, and then eventually, Chiefs coverage ends, and uh, Lindsay's show would start. Yeah. And I never really stuck around, but I would always be like, "Oh my god, he's still fucking doing this." And he would always say that he's like. Any day, you know, somebody can buy the Fox. Like, you know, I think, you know, it, it was cumulus when the majority mm-hmm. of the time there. It's like somebody can come in and be like, why is there a blue show on a classic rock station? You know, he's like, he's like this. He's like, this can go away at any time, you know, like. So would you tune in often? I would try to. I mean. What was the uh, name of the show? Um, Just uh, uh, the Kansas City Blue Show. Really? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. So you would try? I would try to, okay. yeah. I mean, we were we were turning. If I would close on a Sunday night, we'd always turn it on. Oh sure, you know. Sure. Um, gosh, th- those were some of my my favorite shifts at BB's. Whereas uh, the the Confessors on on Sunday nights, uh, Lee McBee. Um, I mean, there was a, there was a lot of good harmonica players sure, that came through. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean. <laughs> that that was like my you know my maximum just like ingesting music at wow, all times you cool. know just like because it's like there's always you know like live music six nights a week so. yeah wow but, uh, yeah the confessors yeah pat recob and uh carried it on lee mcbee uh yeah r.i.p he he passed away um a few years back but they were just i mean and that was the thing like i didn't like i didn't know a whole lot about blues music like before i came in you know like 
I was like still in like jam, you know. So it's yeah. like you know, like my blues intake was like would be like Warren Haynes and like Government Mule, yeah. and then like that would lead you know like I just to, heard like, the riff to Soul Shine. And then yeah, like you know, like almonds and and everything like that, and then you know, like your uh, I mean your your standards, you wow. know. But uh, yeah, I learned heard a lot of like his Lindsay's favorite blues artist was Muddy Waters. So, okay, so we uh, I mean. A lot, I mean, a lot of, you know, uh, there'd be songs covered that, you know, I didn't realize was, was sure. somebody, you know, like, whether it be like a Howlin' Wolf or Wolf or I do, Walter. I do have a couple of memories of feeling like, like he really knew his shit. Like he wasn't just taking the same 40 tracks and, you know, changing the order. No. Like, because he would always talk about shit. Yeah. He, you know, next up, you know, or... What we just heard then, and a little, you know, like what driving around, like, yeah. did does he have a guy in the truck feeding him? <laughs> I mean, he like till till you know a couple Sundays ago, um, he was still making, he was still doing his shows on CD. Like he would bring in a bag full of no. CDs, and then just you know like all right after this, like we're gonna wow queue up all his own shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. He must have a hell of a library. <sighs> I've never seen it, but have you heard? I've you, you know he'd have. You know, because Joe, his wife, you know, would always say, you know, she's like, you guys think that he just like this just turns off like when he go when we get home. But, you know, there's always, you know, he's always playing something in the house. He's always, you know, like, but yeah, cool. like he's got I mean, they had like a vinyl room, you know, like, I mean, I'm I'm sure like his collection belongs in a museum. Like there's he's probably got stuff that just I gotta doesn't fucking make see if he wants to come do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He would he would be yeah, I mean, talk about next level. I mean, getting like that'd be a nice little transition for him actually to do a podcast, right. a blues podcast, right. you know. I mean it would be it takes some selling, but Yeah. Uh, um so how many seasons were you at Arrowhead every Sunday? Um, I would I was like at the top of the list, like with uh Mike Nickel. Okay. And then um, a few, uh, you know, like I mean, but you're would, you're working mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And so it's we all would get, load in. And we load would get out. to the restaurant, you know, at like five thirty, six o'clock in I the morning. He remember up the food. like a couple of Saturday nights at Corner being like, "Wait, what? Yeah, tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was there's there are some times. I mean, that was, <laughs> yeah. That's it's just like and. Sometimes, you know, I'd just be like, well, just make sure you beat Lindsay here. <laughs> like, you know, like, we'll, and, you know, like, I did it for them, too. You know, like, you know, like, I've got it, you know, like, waiting for somebody to, you know, burn in daylight. But, yeah, I mean, and then we would just set up the line and then usually would get in around the end of the first quarter. Um, what do you mean, what do you mean set up the line for? The catering line. And then out we'd, there. We'd, yeah, we'd feed them. We were doing those tents in between Kaufman and Arrowhead. Okay. Um, who, who are you feeding? Um, there, uh, it depended a lot of times it would be like some of their affiliates from around. Okay. Um, or, you know, customers or whatnot. So people are trying to sell ads. Too. You're outdoors. And then once it's done, you, you can go in. Yeah. It's back and, up. We got tickets that was included and, in yeah, our pay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that like, was like deducted from your pay or just part of a part of the, part of the, yeah. Okay. An incentive. Yeah. I mean, did, so. Did you love doing that across the whole thing, or were there some days that were better than I others? I mean, or? I would always say yes to my own detriment, you know, like, you know, if it was a birthday party or, you know, like a Halloween, like the days after Halloween games, I remember rolling out of there, you know, I 
you know, would, you know, help out as much as I can. And then just be like, all right, I'm going to be in the van for a little bit. You know, <laughs> I got to catch my wind before right. we go in because, uh, yeah, I mean, and it would, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was always, I mean, that was, that was a lot of fun. I mean, that definitely, I wouldn't have been going to Chiefs games back then had it not been right. for, for that gig. So, I mean, do you, do you miss it or like it? Cause there's something to be, I mean, I don't know what your situation was, yeah. but there's something to be said for, uh, being on your couch in front of a nice TV with yeah. a toilet right there yeah. and a fridge full of Arrowhead. beers that don't cost yeah, no. $14. Arrowhead, man. It never gets old. Like, I love it. I mean, yeah, really? Yeah, like, no. you, if you, if somebody tomorrow was like, so this season we're starting to back up again, are you in? Yeah. Would you I mean, be so uh, my fiance, Kelly, mm-hmm. um, has had season tickets oh, shit. since 91. God damn. So she's in. Like who? You know, who with her family? Her, her dad. Her and her dad. Just the two of them. Uh, had a little group with like uh, like six of them with like so there's other, six tickets. Like family friends. Yeah. Like they had the two, and then um, her dad passed away, and then oh. uh, uh, now she goes with her uncle, who's her dad's like twin brother. So that's always pretty cool. Whoa. You know? Yeah. Wild. So, uh, but yeah. So every they, every home game. They, she's been to every home game. I mean, we we were you know waiting for the schedule to come out you know on Thursday because we wanted to know if there'd be a game after the, the day after our wedding, like the Sunday after our wedding. There it is. It's Buffalo. <laughs> she's she's trying to figure out the logistics with that. You oh, know, like, is it a noon kick? That's a three o'clock kick. Okay. That game's probably gonna get flexed to the nighttime. If I had to, if I had to, dude. Guess. Like I mean, they're okay. So my homie, so the game where we saw the race brawl mm-hmm. that was across that was in the middle of this 10 year stretch where two college buddy Bronco fans, they would come out for the chiefs game. I would go out for the Broncos game, uh, um, out there every year. And then wives became part of the mix. So like this year it's all the girls are coming with to Denver and next year, all the girls will be here in KC. That was, uh, um, and, and then everybody started having kids and that whole thing fell apart. So we decided to, very late in the season he because he was living on the front range in uh, you know uh the late 90s and had been on the waiting list for i don't know how long and then he moved to durango and his number came up and he was like okay yeah and so he just did it and you know it's a six hour drive but he you know he'll he'll move a couple of those Uh to family or friends or whatever um so he's like all right, man, well, come, the last game of the season is the Chiefs game. Come out. And I was like, man, my daughter's got a gymnastics meet. And he's like, lame. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just get on a plane that afternoon, yeah. fly out, and then come home the day after. And um, another buddy out there was like, well, I, I want to go too and bring my boys. So I, I bought three tickets, booked a flight, and then the league moved the, the game back a day. And I was like <laughs> – Thanks, no. <laughs> no, no, that's not uh, you're doing it anyway. Okay, so that's yeah. a that's not noon becoming seven fifteen. Yeah, that I was like I was. I mean, I fought the ticket broker for almost two full months, uh, and finally just reported it to my bank. Yeah, and and then strangely, like the bank f- refunded me, and then the ticket broker gave me credit and i was like this feels like a very dangerous <laughs> carrot like if i if i use this because that was yeah. the, the only thing they were going to do is we'll give you you know 12 months to use that money uh-huh. you're not getting your money back yeah 
But then I got the money back and they gave me, they felt because they kept not giving it to me. And it was super, super sketchy. And I was like, yo, like I'm nobody, but I will light you guys on fire. Yeah. And it was his secondary. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, I was like, the league is saying in essence, uh, those ratings, those eyeballs, those numbers, uh, the importance and the value of them clearly supersede any inconvenience that we might cause yeah. random, you know, Chiefs fan. How, was that was that Pat's first game? What's that? Was that Mahomes' first game? No, the, no, the last this, game of the season this year. Oh, this last this, year. Okay, this, okay. Like, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, so it was the first. Okay. Uh, uh, Seventeen game yeah. schedule, eighteen yeah. week season, um, and it came down to the la- and, and several games like as one might anticipate had playoff implications. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, it was, uh, it was a noon, it was Sunday noon kick and they just moved it to like Saturday noon or Saturday three. And I was like, yeah. I'm not going to be in that city at that time. I, I land when kickoff happens, you know, yeah. like, and every, everybody was like, you know, yeah. which just means like the NFL's run the shit, man, take it up with them. Yeah. You know, it's like, Anyway, yeah. um, wow. Yeah, um, no. So I mean, it, like that's a th- like with her having, she's just got so a lot she, of friends. So she has six to every, just a two, two, just two. Okay. And but I've only four other. Yeah, and I've okay. only really sat in her seats only a handful of times. But like, she's just. I mean, she's a lot of her friends are season ticket holders too. So like, tickets become available. I just jump on them. Right, like, but I mean, does does her uncle go with her to most mm-hmm, of them? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you sit. In their seats, it's just because one of their people had to miss or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and they're yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, she's right behind the defensive bench, like three rows back on the like the yeah forty yard line. You know, chief side. It's crazy. It's wow. Sad, so. Yeah, and yeah, like it's funny too because like we've been like we've like you know met for the first time you know three years ago, but like we you know my like the Houston's. Their season tickets are like oh they have tickets too they have tickets too they're they're same like just on the opposite aisle so I've sat in their tickets you know like a handful of times throughout the years and and then, how, many, how many do they have and who are the owners of them they uh, uh, Tim and Terry usually split them up and then okay. they, their cousins or whatnot will 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 take some too wow and so they've it's in and that... they've they've had theirs you know since like their grandma bought them when the, well, when they a... built the stadium type of deal so it's like you just, I mean, there's just, I mean, and there's been times, you know, it's like trying to figure out like, all right, what are we doing with these tickets? You know? And then, you know, it's like if a less than, you know, stellar teams making the playoffs, like, oh, I really want to, you know, shell out the, however much, you know, to, to go. And I mean, that was, you know, I mean, there's obviously resale ticket or resale value there, but yeah. like, what's, what's the fun in that? Yeah. Um, so I, I, we went one direction with shows and didn't go the other. So what, what was your first show? First show um, was, I mean, I think, I feel like it was like a spirit fest. Okay. Uh, at some point or yep. another. But um, the one that I remember was uh, Bob Dylan yep. and Phil Lesh and Friends okay. out at Sandstone. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Um, that was like, I was big old uh, Bob Dylan fan in high school that kind of like, you know, just started, you know, delving into his catalog. Yeah. So 
we even drove to the Topeka Expo Center to see him at one point, wow. which was, you know, and it's like he's one of those renowned people. You never know what you're going to get out of a show yeah. or whatnot yeah. from him. And I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, I th- was that that one at Sandstone? Was that a good one? It was. Yeah. Okay. And he opened up for, for Phil, Phil and friends. friends. So, yeah. you know, everybody got what, you know, they're. They were dancing or whatnot. Was, on was Phil and Friends fun? It was fun. Okay. Yeah, it was It was a good show. And then saw him again, I think, the following year, and Willie Nelson opened up for him. So that was... Wow. Yeah. Was... You said, was big old Bob Dylan fan? Are you not? Any... No, I still... I mean, okay. I still am, you know? Okay. Like, I mean, I'm not, you know, you know, throwing on blonde on blonde all the time or anything like that, but... If you're going to throw one on, yeah. that's pretty. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, I did... Uh, uh, when I was blogging a lot, I did uh, top twenty-five albums and spread it across three, you know, three installments. And, but I, and the you know, not that I needed to for some of them, but the but I three top to bottom listens per album. Yeah. Uh, and that was so much fun. Yeah. Like it was, and, and then the picture that I took for the post, like the old house had this probably the surface of this but this huge it had a really big wide open basement and this huge craft table in one quarter of the basement it's perfect for like well just storing shit on or like if you're actually gonna craft or wrap presents because you could walk around the whole thing uh-huh. it had storage anyway i had uh, a couple of pieces of vinyl mostly tapes and and four or five cds and i'm made this like spread on the table of, of all of them. And that was the picture for, uh, and I mean, it was like, I don't know if you've maybe you can relate, but like the amount of amount of joy and glee out of that project, which took so many hours was insane. And I was like the only person (laughs) enjoyed it, you know, probably, uh, to the point where it's like, should I feel bad about this? I mean, Anyway, I mean that's I mean one thing that has gone away is the ticket stub. Like oh I know organizing man. my ticket stubs yeah. for a while yeah. was you know like I'm just like oh man what if like the last ten years or however long it's been away like like you know and then I'd be like frustrated if I didn't get one you know um, like yeah like I've got- asking random strangers if I could have their stuff from the <laughs> night like and they're like what are you talking I'm like yeah I've got uh, several piles of them around. And I don't know, but every time I find one, I'm like, oh shit, look at this. Um, I'm totally, I was just, when I was talking to Tiffany, uh, uh, Elaine's dad, who's been gone for quite some time, made all of his grandkids shadow boxes, um, and including Tiffany and I, and uh, I had just like random shit in there, like, but it was all cool. And it was mine, and you know, several of those slots were just jammed full of ticket stubs from like all the Comets games and Royals and Chiefs from the '80s, and probably some Spirit Fest shit in yeah. there. And at some point, um, you know, I think as Tiffany and I moved out of our mother's home, she just—I mean, clear need like so much shit. It's just gone. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god! Like I spent most of my childhood staring at this thing and being like i love this uh, and you just i and out with the hamburger grease yeah and the banana peels what i mean that we're that's coming at my parents house we're gonna we're gonna have to i mean we've been in that house now since 99 
And, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you still have stuff there. I've got a lot of stuff. There. They haven't yeah. thrown it away. Yeah, no. And a lot of it is like the case, not even the CD like cases with like the CDs. It's just like the, the back and the, like the plastic, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. the books landed in, you know, like a, in a, in a, in a booklet or whatnot, you know, but like, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess like I started, you know, thinking in like, what, what am I going to like? am I going to carry around this plastic for the rest of my life? You know, like, do I, you know, like that's where, that's where, you know, you got to kind of like make the, make the cut. Like, yeah, I, uh, I bought this, um, it's upstairs if I remember on the way out to show it to you, but it looks like, uh, the case that, uh, you, you know, if you ever are like backstage at a show or like in the, in one of their trailers or there's all these cases with like yeah. black and silver and hasps and i bought one of those that ha- i think it holds 500 cds um and the purpose being there's a there's a little pocket for the disc and the album art yeah. and you can toss the plastic uh-huh. it's been sitting in my living room for like five years yeah. because i've never done it because yeah. I mean, I'm not going to put them in there not alphabetized, <laughs> and they're where they are now is in a cabinet that is not. I mean, we, there's not like a use a new like there's no reason to take them all out other yeah. than just to do that project. But I mean, it's it's coming. It's yeah. Some, Tiff, I think Tiff said she just recently donated all of hers. Yeah. She's like, I mean, I have them all. I have access. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, like the tragedy like the big book got stolen you know out of the car at one point or another Mm -hmm. so it's like there's a lot of them like like oh man like i mean and yeah like some of them you know like there's some like you know random like like hip-hop records that like been out of print you know for for you know since 99 or 2000 or whatever you know that are you know like look up like how much is you know Feral Munch, <laughs> Internal Affairs, like the CD. It's like, oh man, that's like a hundred dollar CD. Like, wow. It's like I should probably like. So you have a lot of stuff at their place. Yeah. All in the basement. Pretty much, yeah. And is the, what's the basement situation at your place? There is none. We got a crawl space. Yeah. So we're. Uh, so it's not just getting the stuff out of there and maybe organizing. Yeah. It's you got to figure out where it's gonna go. Yeah, I mean, I have been. I was living in a tiny house there, over on 79th Street. Uh, and Maine for, for about three years. Okay. And so, I mean, it was, it was 500 square feet of awesome. Like, as I like to call it, you know, that's, that's not where you live. You lived when I first met you, you lived with your buddies, uh, was it Travis's place? Yeah. You're yeah. not talking about that place. No, okay. no. The, my, my most recent house was uh, 500 square feet. Yeah. Yeah, so I I had you know gotten rid of a lot of my stuff, and then was necessary yeah. downsize. Okay. Yeah, and then was planning on moving out of the country before that. So. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. What yeah. What was this? You were gonna go do? Uh, yeah. Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. My uh, our buddy uh, Ben from uh, that I Ben Hensley from uh, went through me age with him. Uh-huh. He. Uh, m- fell in love and met a girl and fell in love and moved to Stockholm and has been there. Um, gosh, I mean, since man, the early two thousands or whatnot. And he went, I mean, they, you know, traveled the world. He went to culinary school in Australia and then they moved to Spain for a while while she finished school. And she's from the States too. She's from Sweden. She's from Stockholm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, some of our friends, uh, 
from K-State at the time had, uh, they had studied abroad together. So that's how they met. And then, um, so he had been working in kitchens and this was something that, you know, he'd like come back to, he'd have like little visa issues here and there and he'd come back and he's like, I think I'm going to open up a barbecue restaurant. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. You know? And then it, like, oh, you should come over there. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, yeah, you know, like. And, and you, it, you quit your job to do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I tried to retire at 36 and it didn't go well, but I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I, I was like, I thought I didn't truly understand like the, what the visa process was to get over and be over there to work over there. But I'd gotten everything submitted and I was waiting around and I did, I quit my job. I had two going away parties. Like, yeah, I was like and what, ready to go. Was it, it was, it was a visa thing or it was, was it something... a visa thing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like, I mean, it was like, yeah, my, it just got like, I sat around and waited for like about, it was, it was a process. It was like almost five or six months of just being in limbo. And then, yeah, like, two or two of that was me just like sitting around like rewatching the wire <laughs> you know like if you're gonna rewatch parents, a series. Yeah, yeah it's like i was like well you know quit the job like moved back in with my parents like just assume that was gonna like you know be the like all right this is gonna be my jumping off point to move over there so what was the ultimate hang-up um i don't think it because I mean, they I, they opened the place. Yeah, they opened the place. Is it and still, it, they they didn't. They closed okay. um, a couple years ago, um, and he was actually like he imported a smoker from Texas, and I'm sure that was cheap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, an electric assisted uh, um, wood wood fire. Essentially, you were going to be like the pit dude, right? Yeah, I mean, I was gonna, I was just gonna be his right hand man. Okay, I mean, yeah, okay. like he 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 took the whole thing seriously you know he he went on like a little barbecue pil- pilgrimage throughout sure. um the states here and you know he oh, came wow. back he actually worked at bb's for a while while like again like visa issues on his part like sure. before they had gotten married or whatnot he's just like waiting around to so what was it what was the hiccup i don't think uh, i'm not never really got 100 percent clear but like i think it was a money money issue no for they, i mean for you to get over for there you to get over there yeah with the visa it, my visa got denied but why uh they they didn't think they were paying me enough money for what the job was who uh from the you know the way it was set up like um, the swedish the government swedish government yeah thought that the people that opened the place weren't going to pay you enough yeah yeah and so they said no you can't come yeah pretty much yeah what if you're fine with that i'm like i'm like i don't like it's like <laughs> i'm gonna be the dude on the couch for a while you know like i don't know like and that's the, crazy yeah, it was nuts i mean it was was it, it was that offensive to them yeah i mean it it i think so yeah yeah i, I mean, mean it's pretty weird yeah no it was it was odd i mean i guess it's been i mean you got to think about like sweden the way it is you know like as soon as that visa gets approved like that's you know pay like you know six weeks paid vacation every like you're automatically like free college free you know free health care oh. you're 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 adopting all their benefits you know by by having that approved so that process can be pretty tough so i guess in essence they want you to have enough money to be spending it in in the economy yeah. that's already giving you free stuff mm-hmm. and if you're not i mean getting... their tax rate's pretty high over there too i'm not sure what i mean it's wild I mean, but but their quality of life is also high. I, so I'm what sure. can you i mean and I, I was able able to go over there and visit them. Right, um, right. We did a family trip over to Rome in 2017, 
and you and your folks and your brother. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then just uh, we did that. We went over for an ordinate ordination over there, and then which was really cool. Um, and then I just went up to Sweden for on your week. own. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it was break fun. off from a little vacay from the vacay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. and I was I was back at BB's at that point. I was, okay, I, yeah, that's right. Like I was like I was like, well, this is you know like <laughs> <laughs> I was not I did not budget for you know like to be not working for you know. Hey, you remember that one time? Yeah. And they're like, like you know, I, it they had hired some people in between, and it was like, you know, like I did some awkward conversations with the new people. Like yeah, okay, like like. You're not gonna die. <laughs> like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna bring this guy back, which yeah. means you're. Yeah, it's like they're. Um, and yeah, they're just like, you know. Sorry. I had one person talk to me like I, you know, like like go wash those dishes. Like okay, man. Like like like. No. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, and the nickels, like, and, and the Shannons for that matter, were you know super cool through that whole process. Nice. I mean, um, yeah, like I say, I mean, I've been there for yeah 13 years, so. It was one of those things, you know, like it just—it was just the atmosphere there. That's yeah. what—that's what kept me at BB's for so long, you know. Like, loved, you know, honing in that craft of barbecue, and that pit is just old school and you know, awesome. I mean, and is it like, um, can can you can you make? I'm sure you can make one of those things to where. It's got a pretty uh, clear shelf life. Like after a certain amount of time, this is going to have to be replaced. Or can you make it to where you know it's like two hundred years later, it's still just you know the, the pit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we like the big project. We had to replace the firebox. Okay. And so that well, was an undertaking. What are the parts? Um, to, I've just, never. I mean, you know, you're talking like a foot and a half of concrete, like just for the lid, you know, like, and then, you know, cinder blocks or whatnot. And it was nice. The guy that was supposed to be building it got a DUI the night before he was supposed to be there. So we were like ready to get the pit going and start the rebuild process. And and our, our Mason, you know, fucked up. And (laughs) so what was the solution? Uh, The Nichols called in a favor to one of their, old retired guys that oh. had been, you okay. know, and okay. you know, his first question is where's my mud? Cause like, I need, I need some concrete going. We're going to, we're going to get this together, you know? And, and they did, you know, because it was just, it was, the firebox was just like falling off. So we were just, so, but, but the firebox is only one piece of, a pit, yeah. Right? I mean, the firebox is probably, I mean, it's close to this. I mean, the pit itself is probably the size of this room. Okay. And then the firebox is like offset, probably like half the size. I mean, in a little like, I mean, so we're, I mean, we're burned a lot. We burn a lot of, I mean, it's not the most efficient thing. So, oh, you know, I, uh, getting our wood from the Ozarks and dealing with, yeah. Did, the, you, did you get from top notch? Uh, we did not. We, uh, I had some interactions with top notch. Have you ever received a delivery from them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they look like Ozark yeah. dudes that have a, a wood company. Yeah. I mean, like. I mean, and they, they're making, they're making a killing. Like they had monkeys, like they're like, you know, like, I don't know if you've watched that show or whatnot. What show? Ozark. Oh yeah. And they're like, there's a, a spot in it where they're like, oh, we got a bobcat, you know, like and there was like an exotic pet. You yeah. Know? And it's yeah. like, and they're like, oh man, that seems far fetched. I'm like, no, like. Top notch like, dudes yeah, had monkeys? They had monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to see the monkeys? And they're like, they'd laugh like, like, oh, we dressed it up and, you know, took it to Walmart and you should have seen the look on the cashier's face. Like. <laughs> Those guys, I'm t- I swear like more than once, uh, cause they would deliver, 
uh, I don't know if it was a cord or whatever to uh-huh. McCoy's, uh-huh. and they you know pull it up on this trailer with f- fencing around and whatever but and then they would unload would load the thing you know would load out of the truck and into the yeah. uh and i mean I'm, i swear that one of them multiple times not only like a perfect ozark mullet yeah. but like cut off jean shorts shirtless and like some old beater nikes yeah. and kind of looking at you every time you walk like yo you know i mean just can you just Deliver the firewood and go. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. give me an invoice. I'm not whatever you, you're cooking up in your head. I'm not going to be a part of. So, but yeah. Thank I mean, you. That was the. I mean, yeah, that was the charm. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and then like, Where, McGon- where's like, my mud? <laughs> yeah, where's my mud? But, yeah, and we, you know, uh, I would, you know, we were, we. I don't think we we might have closed like a day like on top of our regular you okay. know, Monday being yeah. closed or whatnot. And then we were back up and smoking. I think we, we, we brought in a, the toe behind um, smoker to kind of supplement it while the, while the pit was down. Or I was going to say, doesn't it, doesn't the shit have to like set? Mm-hmm. I mean, that can't be no. a three hour process, yeah, probably no. like three days or something yeah. crazy. And the best was the Mason came like, you know, unaware t- that t- the tail between his legs. He's like, well, it looks like you guys got it done. And it's like, it's like, well, no, I wouldn't have done it like that. It's like, well, you were in the pokey, man. Yeah. Like, there, it wasn't an option. Like, yeah. we needed this. Like, I, w- I wouldn't have done what you were doing like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But it was. <laughs> so it's a, but it's a great pit over there. It is. I mean, it is. I mean, it's. Gosh, now it's probably you know seventy years old. Damn. And I mean, it wasn't in use when BB's opened in nineteen ninety. Like the people before it, like it was like boarded up. What? So. What, what was what was it before then? Oh man, that place. So 85th Street used to be County Line. Okay. And so it was just the roadhouse on the other side of County Line. So it was like a place called the Fortress before that. And then I mean, yeah, that I'm not I'm not a I'm, I'm not a ghost guy, but uh oh, that but building I'm I did sure. not like being in there by myself. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, there's I mean there was I so mean somebody built a pit. And it was in use, and then change of ownerships, not in use, and boarded up. Uh-huh. New owner, unboarded, mm-hmm. back in use. Yeah. That is a fucking tale. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing like that. There's got to be a hundred more of the Mason stories yeah. across yeah. The, the, I mean, character upon character. Yeah. That have been, that have done time in that building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've experienced top notch, but you weren't getting, where were you? I think we were getting okay. like, top notch okay. sounds from like, I think it was Vaughn Woods was the other one that okay. we didn't use. It, those were the two big guys. Like, okay. I mean, they did, you know, like, us, McGonagall's, sure. know, Joe's. Yeah. And then like, then like, you know, the, or, and Jack Stack, that was their, Jack Stack was their big, I mean, they, we would always, <laughs> we would get shorted sometimes because it's like, <laughs> like, gotta go to Jack Stack first, you know? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh. Yeah, they, it was good. I mean, and then, yeah, you throw on some, like I said, live blues music six nights a week on top of that. Like, that was, wow. <laughs> I was there a few too many years, I would say, but I remember, I mean, hey, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Not a bad place to spend right. your 20s. No. Uh, I mean, it's such an odd place, too, in that, like, uh, it doesn't really make the, the rounds of the conversations for, you know, if, uh, a buddy's in town. Hey, where's where? You know, yeah. should I go to Gates or Jackson or Q thirty nine? But they've 
been in business for how many years? Since 1990 now. So, so 32, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that's not a tiny chunk of time. That's yeah. a, a minute. Yeah. Um, I mean, and we, I mean, we would always, you know, it was always the blues place with barbecue. Yeah. You know, and, you know, there was times, you know, in, in the get-go when they were figuring things out that, you know, like it was, um, um, but like they like... Mike's pat Mike Nichols' passion for barbecue like grew like with his time there, you know, that, you know, for a while there, like we were getting recognition, you know, we were it started to become like sure. the blues the barbecue place with blues, you know, like and but yeah, I mean I was always, you know, took a lot of pride in what we were doing yeah. over there. Yeah. I mean, there's more consistent, I mean, better barbecue yeah. around town. But I mean, if you're gonna take somebody and wanna give them a Kansas City experience, like show me a better place. Right. Like I, meaning, I, meaning go during dinner service so that you yeah, get the music yeah. too. Or go Saturday during mama Ray, you know, she's been, you know, doing it in Diane, mama Ray. She's been, she would did, she had to jam at Harleen's upstairs. Okay. For, yeah. if you remember ever going there. So oh, she, yeah. that was a conversation. I remember she was looking for a new place to come. And so she came and God bless mama Ray. She's, she was, she's, she's the best there. She's back doing their Saturday, okay, like, cool. their Saturday open jams or whatnot, but there's, there wasn't a lot of set changes. So it sure. was one of those things. I know, uh, talking to friends at, at 75th street with the brew jam, yeah. you know, yeah. like we'd, we compare notes, be like, be like, you know, like well, we always hear, you know, like Papa was rolling stone. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, we always hear, you know, like what, what, the America song, the, yeah. the, the, you know, horse with no name, oh you know, God. like we, this is like, okay, well, these are just the songs that you know you're going to yeah. hear every week. And so those, I mean, you keep those in your back pocket as your karaoke song. So just cause it's for like, sure, definitely. man, that America, I mean, that, that song is such a trip. <laughs> like I, I've heard it so many times, but I still enjoy it. Like it's like, wait, what is happening after nine days? I let the horse run free. Cause the, <laughs> sky had turned to sea or something like wait what (laughs) (laughs) what are you guys doing yeah um uh so you mentioned rewatching the wire i mean are you like a a show guy you have a a lot of shows going Uh, yeah yeah so is outside of work and and whatever uh you know couples things you and kelly might do our, our shows do they get a lot of your yeah for sure what uh what what have been some current um well first i mean i'm a pro wrestling fan still still going back yeah. to yeah talking about things i should should have stopped doing a long time ago but watching w- when did you first Oh man, I'm like 89. Like I remember watching, you know, like TBS Saturday nights, yeah. you know, at five o'clock, you know, like Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, you know, like, I mean, and that was one thing that like, you know, like would always like relate with like my dad and even my dad's dad. My, nice. The Joe, Joe and Joe, you know, like. Is that, are, that, are you, you're not a, th- I'm not a third. Okay. We don't share the same, okay. I, same middle name as my grandpa, but my dad. Okay. Yeah. Like skipped one there but yeah you know harley race from kansas city yep. you know like there's george the animal steel oh man yeah I, mean... I, I i was very very much in the minority when because because snl was huge back then like that was uh uh not that everybody would talk about it but frequently you could find pockets of conversation at school on monday morning about the previous weekend's snl uh-huh. and every every quarter 
or what it made like four times a year you'd get a saturday night's main event yes Fuck yeah. <laughs> and everybody'd be like oh stupid wrestling's on i'm like more for me yeah. uh I, so i i was I, I mean i guess at least you know definitely grade school middle school i don't know how deep into high school i was into it but i mean at least up until like what was wrestlemania one was that like 83 yeah so like, probably up to six or seven you know and like SummerSlam had just become yeah. a thing but i was kind of checking out i mean i was like working yeah. and interested in partying and girls and yeah. just no longer committing the time but and then it like whatever they had to announce that that it was staged uh-huh. and then it the, and this is all w, i'm 100 percent wwf yeah i was never like wce or nwa yeah. or, <laughs> and now it's like wcw right they yeah they the wwf turned into wwe because the world wildlife foundation you know they took the yeah they took the chair shot to them you know they were they sued them and took their name their their acronym from them so um yeah to save the pandas you know like god so uh it's entertainment now it's not a federation it's the world wrestling (laughs) entertainment right but 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 it was uh i i can't say this with a ton of confidence but i feel like uh, once that happened, it, it actually had a slightly different look. Yeah. Like the WWF across the eighties and into the early nineties was yeah. like a, a wealthy organization, but also a little, little grimy uh-huh. and not too much, a sh- no, no real shame associated with that griminess. They're yeah. like, yeah, well, it's fucking sketch over here. What are you going to do about it? It's like, yeah, we take steroids. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Yeah. Like, uh, and just like vitamins. All the interviews that me and Gene Okerlund did with like two insanely yeah. huge, jacked out of their minds, humans greased up, <laughs> screaming at one. And he's just always like, you don't say it, you know, like perfect poker yeah. face. And then it, then it was once it was WWE, everything looked like wealthier and yeah. shinier mm-hmm. and newer. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess yeah. There's still that grimy, grimy okay, stuff out there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, there and there's just like I mean, it, it's like anything. You know, they talking about like making content. You know, they truck through. You know, they they yeah. didn't, they never stop. You know, they're 52 right. weeks. A year, there's no off season. There. I mean, I mean that's where you know like now it's like you know as you know like a 39 year old like still watching wrestling. You kind of just you know you just is that all? You're 39. Mm-hmm. Are you younger than Jessica? Mm-hmm. Uh, older. Yeah, one year older. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. they have the math adds up. Okay, yeah. for a minute I was like, yeah, no, Jessica's forty-two, and then I was like, wait, no, she's nine years younger than me. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't doesn't that doesn't work? Yeah. Um, man, yeah. Uh, so many good times though. Like we, my, I had a buddy just right up the street. He would, his parents would spring for, pay per view yeah. for every oh, everything, yeah. and p- there would be like, plenty of pizza and unlimited, you know. Cokes in a can, uh-huh. and it was just like, oh. I'm set, bro. This is gonna be. <laughs> it was the yeah, it was the best. I mean, I remember, yeah, like I mean, your neighbors across the street, like uh, Stella over there down the street, Zaners. Oh yeah, like, we okay. would we would get pay per views over there, you know, like around. I mean, uh, you know, like gosh, I mean, like boxing matches, like yeah, you know, oh like yeah, that, same like, buddy would know, get all like the Tyson, Tyson fights. fights. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was that was awesome. Yeah. You know, like when you were a kid and you know growing up or whatnot. But uh, and then yeah, I mean we were uh, 
I was just thinking that, yeah, me and three other Peter's kids, you know, we were at that pay-per-view down at Kemper when, when Owen fell, the Owen Hart passed away. Um, so that was, I don't know. Uh, I, I very vaguely recall. Uh, we had, it was randomly, um, me and, and Carlos, when, uh, we were, I helped him with the catering earlier this year for a law firm. And Oh, earlier. I thought you were going to say back then. No. I was like, that guy's been catering for like 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, they were involved in the case. Like, and they were like, we, Carlos brought it up to him. He's like, and we were like, Oh yeah. Cause the two of us were there with the two other, you know, Peter's guys. And it was, uh, I mean, it was, and what happened? He was supposed to descend from the ceiling, like with, uh, like, on a, like a bungee, not bungee, like, but like a straight, you the know, cable or cable, something. Yeah. yeah. And the malfunction, malfunction, they, and didn't... a dude fell to his death in front of thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, there's what, 15,000 people there, maybe. I don't know what Kemper holds. That's probably, I just pulled that number out, but yeah, it's, and then, yeah, like we, they didn't say the show kept on going. I was going to say show must go on, right? Yeah. Like just get, the, I mean, get the body out of yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, it was, and then when we got home, like, you know, like one of the guys we were with was like, Dead on arrival, like he was, you know, when he got to the hospital, he had passed away. Fuck. Yeah, it's it was, you know, and then yeah, so that was, gosh, we were, you know, seventeen, eighteen when that happened. So you know, wrapping our mind around that, they're just now like the new company that like the competitor to WWE is doing an Owen Hart tournament right now, and so I've got a little, some, I got some nose, I got some mixed feelings about it. You know, watching it, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, like you know, and it, and it took them, you know. 20 plus years to do something like that. So I can appreciate that. But right. You know, they're showing his widow in the stands and everything. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like this. And then doing, you know, crazy ladders, jumping off of ladders. And I'm like, oh, let's not celebrate him like that guys. Right. Like, this is, uh, I don't know. I mean, who is, who, who, who are the WWE's competitors? AEW. Okay. Yeah. So they got a deal with Turner that they're on TBS okay. and TNT now. And they and do they have big names? Yeah, yeah. I do, mean, do guys go between them? It's just now starting to, okay. to happen. Yeah. So I mean, like competition's good, and like I mean, yeah, like so the owner of that, his dad owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, the con. con. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's whoever it's, he hired for his first GM. Not it doesn't turn out to look look like the best hire. Yeah. Like they 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 were terrible this oh, past year, yeah. right? Urban and, Meyer and yeah, that shit show. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> he had a what rough. are you guys doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna stay in Ohio for yeah. a day. Like, how'd that work out for you, boss? Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a dude on who um, he played in a in a band locally called uh, Solid Gold Easy. Okay. Um, they eventually they've had a, a couple different lineups. Um. Um, in fact, they, I think they play, they opened for somebody at Starlight, but they used to play at Jilly's. Okay. And then they, there was another place that they play. Anyway, um, he, um, is a fascinating dude to me because like, you know, I went to six different grade schools, yeah. like just did, did, did. So always the new kid. Yeah. And then where, when we finally like landed somewhere permanently was for sixth grade. So it was like, I'm still moving, but, but everybody's moving with me. Uh And so this guy got, we had, uh, life sciences together, first hour, seventh grade. And, uh, there's, there were these like 
pretty decent sized long black tables that sat too and you assigned see anyway so we were were together and um uh, he was somewhat in, and he actually no he wasn't interesting at the time but he and i think that so he and some of his friends had uh, an inside joke about something about the one man gang and so I brought that up, and he was like, that wasn't me. I don't know what that's about, because I wasn't into wrestling. And I was like, I don't think it was a wrestling joke. I think it was about something else. <laughs> and he's like, I have no idea. He, he was, anyway, the point was, um, like, the one-man gang was, like, do you remember him? Yeah. I mean, he was around and, like, just long enough to be like, Whoa, like yeah. that dude is fucking sketch. And then all of a sudden he's Akeem, the African dream. Yeah. And, and then forever that <laughs> they're still doing that to, to this day. They're but just like, like, yeah, switching characters. Like, and you're like, you want me to like, okay. Yeah. But Akeem, yeah. Like he for, from, for the yellow garb yeah. and the hat and like, <laughs> Before he was like leather jacket with the sleeves torn off and a mohawk and sunglasses and just like, you know, I'll rip your mother's head off and shit down her throat kind of yeah. like vibe to him. And then he's all of a sudden he's like this, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah we, we can tell that's the same dude. Like, what are you talking about right now? That's insane. Uh, like they were like, it was like the, the ushering in of PC, like yeah. we can get rid of this character and now have somebody that's like a little bit more worldly, yeah, you know, yeah. they got to sell those ice cream bars. Man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so, so yeah, we, yeah, we watch, I mean, she, she bless her for that. I mean, I don't think she, she wasn't like a wrestling fan, at, but she, she watches she'll, with you. She'll watch it. Yeah. We watch together. We go, we go to the events and everything. How like, often but, are you tuning in? I mean, Three nights a week. No way. Yeah, maybe four if there's a pay per view. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, Dude. I I deliberately not watch some that I might, you know, like otherwise, <laughs> just because it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, the, like Monday. And she she bowls on Monday, so okay, she, so she wouldn't, uh, um, so you know, if I'm not playing like cards or something, I'll I'll be watching Monday Night Raw. Okay. And then, yeah, then Wednesday night's the new one, the AEW, and then Friday night SmackDown and. So That's you a, you don't have necessarily loyalty to one brand. You're, you're no, because taking, I'm fans of you know like okay. I mean yeah wow. like I mean Chris Jericho's in AEW and I mean I that remember dude's been around for a minute him since he yeah he was like came from Japan to WCW in like '95 or something you know and whoa been a Jericho holic I don't really <laughs> I don't really approve of like all this messaging and everything like I mean I don't, it's yeah I mean I don't know like it's it's you know, you never know what, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, anymore now with like, I mean, and like a lot of my podcast listening is like about the, the fuck out about the wrestling. Whoa. Like, yeah, so what so. are, what are, what are your one or two go-tos? Um, going in raw. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I'll listen to Jericho's podcast on occasion. Uh, there's like some guys from like, uh, uh, England that I'll like listen to their takes on it. Nice. Kind of, like see that. But I mean, and then like just like a lot of comedy podcasts too. I mean, oh, right on. That's what, I mean, that's been the one thing. Like, I mean, you know, having like a headphone job, you know, I was always, you know, like playing music in the kitchen. Yeah. You know? So that was, since I've, you know, it's easier for me to like pay attention to a podcast now than it is to, you know, necessarily, I don't listen to a lot of music. It's, it's weird to say that out loud, but like, sure not intaking as much music as you know i had in the past but right 
Um, well, uh, that's hilarious. So, so Mondays she's bowling. So you're solo with yeah. the, and then, but and then she'll the, catch the end, the main event or so, you know, when but she comes the, the other two n- nights a week, she's there yeah. with you watching yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and then on top of that, you guys have shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh what, yeah. What, I mean, uh, what all of you, what have been some of your recent favorites? Um, I mean, we're into Yellowstone. Okay. That's, you know, that's been good. Um, uh, drawing a blank now what um, what uh what comedy podcasts um uh two bears okay yeah we just went and saw bert uh did you yeah was he good he was good okay. yeah yeah uh uh yeah i mean it was great she got us you know awesome seats down at the midland and i mean i was uh you guys seem like you have a, a good thing oh yeah i mean she took me uh for christmas i got uh from her her mom and and her family, they got us tickets to go see Mick Foley. Um, Mick Foley. Mankind, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, the the wrestler. He was okay. the guy that got thrown off the top of the cage. Oh, okay. Um, okay. If you ever saw that. I think the so. The Undertaker threw yes. him off the top yes. of the cage. Wow. So he did stand-up comedy at the at the improv a few weeks back. The, that's a former actually, wrestler turned stand-up? Yeah, yeah. Holy and shit. He's got stories for days. It was, sure. it was great, you know. Uh I mean, because he did like tours over in Japan, and they're just doing all sorts of crazy. Sh- but uh, uh, yeah, no, that and it was that show was supposed to be the night of the Buffalo, uh, Kansas City playoff game, and so they announced that you know you're talking about you know when your game got moved from like Sunday to Saturday. Yeah. When they announced that playoff game, I was like, I was like, well, I was like. I'll find somebody to go to see McFoley with me. <laughs> like, you, uh, you guys go to the game. We ended up going. He po- he he himself was like, I want to watch this game. He's like, I don't, and I don't really want you know a few hundred people on their phones like following it. You know, like so Smart. he he postponed it. You know, it ended up you know it went from a Sunday Sweet. night to like a Tuesday night. So he flexed that shit himself. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it only turned. I mean, they, that game turned pretty lousy. You know, like you know, wait, like, what the, the Buffalo the, game? Yeah, you know, like you, you see that all the time when somebody you know comes back to you know. 13 seconds to get overtime and everything, you know, like I mean, it was an epic game. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, great. Yeah. You yeah. were being facetious. Oh yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. No, no Your worries. Sarcasm font wasn't yeah. turned no, on. No, no worries. Yeah. And so, yeah. So was at that game with, yeah, with Travis, like, you Fuck. know, like, and kind of gave him like, he, you know, had mentioned, you know, like, Hey, you know, I wouldn't mind going to like the game here or whatnot. Right. So, you know, those um, tickets will just fall in your lap though. So it was like, you know, all right. Tickets right. for tomorrow. He's like, yeah, I guess so. Like, let's go. Uh, so basically the staples and the byproducts of the YMH umbrella are yeah. all I watch. Yeah. Um, like Sickler and well, I mean, if you've ever looked at the set of the honeydew, I was like, that's yeah. what, that's what I'll do. I mean, I didn't mean for my table to be as brown as his is uh-huh. and the microphones <laughs> basically look the same, but he's good, man. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I went and saw him um, in January and was insanely disappointed. Okay. Uh, he opened for Segura here uh-huh. uh, a couple of years ago, and he had like you know fifteen minutes or so, and it, like almost all of it was the difference. The, the bit was the difference between alcohol and weed, and it was clever. A topic that's probably never been touched. Yeah, before. it was clever. Yeah, but um, and then. Uh, he's when I went and saw him in January. He's the headliner. He did. He had an hour and he went long, and he did. Not only did he repeat 
the entire 15 minutes of that bit, every other bit I I've seen him talk about on the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, what are you, I wasn't mad, uh-huh. like good for him. Like if I think it's, he's, yeah, you know, but it's like, if you want to be stand up comic who also has a podcast to support himself, you need to write more. Yeah. Like a lot and more. And try not to burn that material. Like, he, he, on, yeah. Well, do what the, Pro Tom Louie Burr, you know Chappelle. Like that, you write an hour and then it's gone. Yeah. Like you don't. Yeah. No, to the point where a lot of them, like I've seen Segura a number of times. You know, like jogging his memory about a bit, and I'm sitting there like I can tell you what special and <laughs> roughly the minute mark. But you should be you're freeing up hard drive space yeah. for old material to make room for new shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, love Sickler. Um, they're they're um so before this like i don't i can barely barely keep up um with just a couple of them anymore because the backside of this yeah. is so much time okay um like i just watched last week's honeydew last night way past my bed and you'll watch them yeah, yeah 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 see that's the thing like i mean some of this like i mean i'm taking it all in audio, audio yeah, yeah. And, and and so, so the last week's was Polly Shore. Okay. And I was like, this will be interesting. And I felt like it just felt one of those deals where like you kind of have a little notion of conviction about something and then it kind of builds and builds and builds. And then maybe you look at the comments to see if it's being talked about. Yeah. And I just, the whole time I was like, I feel like this guy is completely full of shit. And that it kept building and building, and I, I scroll a little bit, and everybody's just you know 150 percent praise, like yeah. so amazing. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just me, but this feels so weird. Like and like they, for a second, he said something about like you know coming out as gay, and I was like, wait, so wait, and then they right to the next thing. And then I'm like, look, yeah. yeah. And then I'm looking that up. And then, uh, like just randomly sickler asked him, um, when he started using drugs, he's like, I was never a druggie. I'm like, uh-huh. did you, have you ever watched your old MTV shit? Like the weasel? Yeah. <laughs> like it looks like you really liked drugs back then. Maybe you didn't. I don't yeah. know. Um, well, it, it was his mom that Mitzi, ran, yeah, Mitzi that, Shore, the yeah, store. Yeah. yeah. Um, what a weird, way to grow up yeah well and his dad was a stand-up i learned from that episode anyway yeah. uh so i was i mean pretty religiously for a minute uh t- two bears on monday honeydew on tuesday your mom's house on wednesday and for a while Segura was doing tom talks mm-hmm. yeah that was good those were yeah. so good yeah um and then you know i things with i think bert's movie filming schedule mm-hmm. and tom's tour being as big as it is like very clearly they're taping like back to back to back episodes. Yeah. They're just like yeah. coming up with shit. And I was yeah. like, not only is this not appealing, but Bert week by week is driving me a little bit more crazy than the previous week <laughs> to the point where I was like, you know what? I'll check every yeah. week. And if somebody different is in one of the two chairs, uh-huh. like last week, Mark Normand was in the yeah. chair with Bert and I was like, I'll watch that. But I mean, like, the Kool-Aid. Did you see the Kool-Aid one? Oh yeah. That's that that was kind of the highlight for me for that. I, I mean it's still good from yeah. time to time, but when it's Tom and somebody else, yeah. I think that's when it's its best. Oh, you get to hear Tom talk. Yeah. 
And he, I think he just gets a kick out of getting getting Burt going. Oh, I mean, there's, 100%. and you know, I mean, yeah, they're one hundred percent. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I love Burt. Burt actually came to BBs. Wow. He was. Let's let's hold was, on that. I yeah. gotta let that dog out and uh-huh. pee, and you do whatever you. So Burt came to BBs. Burt came to BBs uh, after this recent show. No, this oh. was. Uh, it's the one piece of footage I haven't been able to find that I've looked for. So he was filming his Burt the Conqueror. Okay. Where he just went around and uh, to different amusement parks. I think he had. It was his third TV show. Okay. He had Hurt Burt. Yep. Where you know he you know. The, his famous yeah. like, bear wrestling story, uh, Trip Flip, and uh-huh. then uh, Burt the Conqueror. Okay. And so I think he was in town uh, going to World's Fun to, you know, Funny. ride rides or whatnot. <laughs> and then so he came what back. And, life. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just crazy. But he was he was back by the pit, you know, looking at that, you know, and he's trying to get stories out of, you know, like a sure. fishing folks or whatnot. And he's like, he's like, he's like any of you guys traded a barbecue for sex and we're like oh no not really and i was like i was like i've traded for drinks before though i was like i've brought in the slab of ribs you know and gotten my tab paid for the night and he's like that's awesome nice. like, ah. but uh yeah i don't know what yeah i haven't been able to, i don't know if it ever aired or whether oh. it's just like hard to come by but right. i mean you know like we were on you know diners drivings and dives bb's like, was bb's was wow. yeah and were you uh, were you, did you appear in any i footage? didn't i wasn't in uh no i i was at the american royal oh um, yeah i was cooking for you know i think we we'd done a catered party and it was like cooking for like 200 so i was i wasn't there but yeah Where, what what outfit were you part of were you smoking smoking dreams, dreams yeah how many years did you do that um we're still we're still at it oh, i mean shit. we started in 2010 and so we're 12 years strong now and... like the all of your arrowhead have, have you enjoyed uh, every year the royal is like I mean, we only did the Royal twice. And oh, we, okay. We okay. haven't done it since it moved from uh, the West Bottoms. Where is it so now? It's out at the Speedway. That's right. Which That's I've right. heard it's it's a pretty good setup. They had one year at Arrowhead, which I thought was thought was gonna be cool, but I guess they had issues with parking of all things. You know, like people getting in and out of there. It's like you've got the entire like Kaufman Sports <laughs> Complex to park. But yeah, no. So we haven't done and. Uh, but you go to we other... would do like other contests around okay. town, but uh, we're it's something that we're probably going to come back to like doing more, you know. Like, just all my friends right now have you know a few kids like under 10, right? So, you know, it's trying to get all of us or at least you know three or four of us together for you know multiple weekends a year to that you know their wives, you know, I and are able to get away from their families, yeah, you know, to yeah. like you know barbecue and do barbecue things, so. Wow, it's tough. We, you guys, have I seen you at Saint East? Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been a mainstay up there. Yeah, um, for you know, and you know, cooking against ourselves and our our own good times. So, (laughs) in the in the other competitors up there, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I love it. I mean, that's that's you know, and that's one thing with 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 my fiance Kelly, like her family barbecued. Oh, really? Barbecues, yeah. Like they're they're so like. I mean, they're they're doing Lenexa. They actually won Lenexa. Yeah, that's yeah. the it's legit huge. bragging yeah. rights. Oh, if yeah. you win I mean, that shit, a few hundred teams, you know, like like, and they they won it. I don't know. I can't remember what year it was before we were together. Right. Obviously, right. But, uh, yeah. So they're they're legit, you know. So they're kind of you know feeling me out, you know, as I'm like like hey, you know, like speak the same like I can talk to a barbecue, right. you yeah. know, we speak the same language, you know, like I'm I'm not intimidated by you know like most of like the like best 
barbecuers, you know, sure. like some, some, some I am like that was one person that came to BB's that I was, could barely get a sentence out was Bourdain when he did, they, they filmed uh, no reservations there. Really? Yeah. And fuck, I thought I will wait. So no reservations. And then parts unknown. Parts unknown. Par- yeah. Parts unknown. I watched more, way yeah. more of. Yeah. God, that was such a fucking fabulous program. Just well, I, I mean, like level. jaw on the floor, yeah. like how much I fucking learned. I got goosebumps, yeah. and 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 because it was very, very clearly about experiencing the culture and the people, and like the food was part of the mix, but it wasn't the the whole lens. Yeah. And it, so many times I would watch, and and like he would just be overcome with joy because he got invited to eat a meal like in some fucking family's home. Yeah. And, oh, oh my God, it was so, but, but I, I, I started to dive into no reservations and I, something else and yeah. I never, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't, you can find, you can okay. find the Kansas city episode. Cool. Um, is it, it was, is it good stuff? It's good stuff. Yeah. Nice. I mean, um, I wasn't working that day, but I mean, there was no way that I wasn't going to be up there, you know, when, when he was there and like one of the, restaurants he was supposed to go to like i mean this was i mean years ago but they tweeted about it big no no you know like so he he shuffled his whole schedule around so we were supposed to avoid to, insanity yeah, yeah so we were and i imagine he probably cut co- his team probably covers that with you ahead of time it was a game time decision like we went from like all right he'll be here on thursday to i think it was all right like he bumped it up to tuesday and so we we were like, oh yeah, we're gonna well, be pulling I mean, fresh brisket off the pit, you know, like, and we didn't. But we, I mean, he probably his people probably say, don't tweet about. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't even think they went to that restaurant. Right. Um, Oops. I am still jealous of Woodyard for that episode. Like, so uh, <laughs> when he came to BB's, he was talking to this guy Terrence O'Malley, who when I first started working there, he would play piano on Friday nights and he'd sing about he'd. Uh, sing the Redbridge blues <laughs> and uh but terrence is a great guy but they were talking about like their mob tie-ins with kansas city and everything well cut to woodyard barbecue and the black keys <laughs> pulled up in their van from you know that... what was that el camino mm-hmm. or whatnot you know and like did a scene i'm like i'm like oh man we were like one restaurant away from like not only bourdain being there but like the black keys too like oh it would have been but i guess you, you said you could barely get... i couldn't i mean i was just like nice to meet you you know like I mean, I did. What, what do you say? Yeah, I did the same thing with Mick Foley too. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> those are my two that I was just, you know, completely starstruck by: Anthony Bourdain and Mick Foley. Nice, but, like like so many other folks out yeah, there. Those yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, you know, this is a fascinating pieces. Um, what what camp are people that say yes to doing this going to be in? Are they people that need to think? Yeah. Before they choose records, are they people that, you know, um, come as close as you possibly can to saying, I just can't, yeah. there's too many, or I can't pick one, or what, or people that have been waiting for somebody to ask them that question, and they just have it ready to go. Um, you you took a, a, just a minute, but yeah. then you were like, here are my three, and um, I... <sighs> one of my trips back to Durango a friend burned me a whole big fucking stack of CDs and like none of it I'd heard of almost everybody not quite every but not none of it had I listened to um and there were uh um a couple 
two or three My Morning Jacket CDs in there, and I was like, this isn't for me. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, so I just checked out, and I, and I, I just carry that with me. Like uh, uh, I was toying with the idea of hooking up with some buddies and going to the Innings Festival, um, and I was like, at Tame Impala. I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of really just saw kind those of, guys at the Uptown. That was a great show. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody else was there, and 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 MMJ was either like not on it, and then they got put on it, or somebody was like, I'm interested, and I was like, eh. Yeah. Like they don't really, and so when I got Z, yeah, I was like that. That title does not sound familiar. Yeah. So let's see what's up. And I start listening, and immediately I'm like, I like, I like this. Yeah. And then I start looking. I'm like, oh, it was put out. Like it was the next album after I sat down with one or two records. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, like, what a trippy way it's, it opens yeah i was like wait what did i push the right button yeah. like um and uh i mean they're from louisville yeah yeah they've got eight records and have had a, a few lineup changes oh shit you brought vinyl yeah Ooh, look at that that's gorgeous i mean fucking album art man it's i mean like what a way to cons- I mean, I can't imagine if that like I mean, it's a lot different than the the, the tape liner, you know, like folding out the the tape the the liner notes from a tape sure that tape. But the contents usually match, yeah, right? Yeah, so no, I a mean, different but feeling. just the feel of it, you know, it's just completely different. Yeah, it's. I actually had that poster up. Um, it was one of it was my my dark side of the moon poster, sure. you know, like just pretty random as can be. This and 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 all I got was just an image of this yeah. on the streaming service, and I remember thinking that's a fascinating looking picture, but yeah. I couldn't see a lot of these details just with a quick glance. This yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Um, I wondered what was in the bag. That's so awesome. they they were they were one of the bands that I actually missed at the festival at uh, uh, the one and the only time I went to Bonnaroo. Like they were the band on the other side of the place you know that i missed but i heard good things about their set so like started listening to them from from there on out and then dude their record before this like it still moves it's the one with like the bear on the cover or whatnot that um but then their earlier stuff is kind of tougher to like i mean it's not as easy of a listen i mean it's not as i didn't want to call it as less accessible but Mm -hmm. i couldn't think of a substitute phrase uh there i saw a four hour 35 song Bonnaroo set yeah. around 2008. Yeah. Is that? What no, oh. no, I, I, this was 2003 when okay. I, yeah. Okay. And they were just, you know, like us, I mean, they were, you know, it was weird. Like, I mean, working from like the jam scene on, you know, like kind of like, you know, like how you like, you know, your just musical taste just kind of grows from yeah. there, you know, yeah. but, uh, they're, they were definitely adjacent to it, you know, and yeah, they can still throw down for four hours, you know, like, at two o'clock in the morning in Manchester, you know, but, uh, um, I mean, it, it was just one of those records that just kind of stuck with me, um, from the get go. It just like, I mean, like, you know, like that question, like, what is it, you know, what's your favorite record? You know, like it's, it's hard to like, it's, those it's, were... it's an awesome question. Yeah. And it's also the worst question yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, so like, uh, if I understand correctly, they were some dudes from an emo punk band called Winter Death Club. 
Uh, uh, But and then, you know, that is considered their breakthrough deal. Um, And like I said, man, I saw I saw the name wordless chorus before Mm -hmm. I hit play. And I was like, that's cute. And I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah, this is there's some texture to it, dude. (laughs) Um, It beats for you has a cool sound to it. Uh, David Frick of Rolling Stone wrote, "America is closer to getting its own Radiohead, and it isn't Wilco." We're chasing. They're chasing that Radiohead title, huh? I, I mean, mean the, well, I mean, so I don't know if they're chasing it, but like I, I've seen a lot of yeah. folks say that about yeah. Wilco, which I think was what this dude was getting to. But um, so yeah, I've heard the Wilco Radiohead thing before, but never with. The, but you have heard people say that, I or mean, have you I've, felt that? I'm I've I've heard that more so with like with Wilco um, than than these guys. But like, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big Radiohead fan. Okay, I mean that's one, and people are just like, what the, you know, they don't they don't believe, you know, they're like, they just assume that you know if I I it's, love it's like very adjacent to a lot of the things that I love. But, I love 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 OK Computer, but that's about yeah. it yeah i mean um, you know i remember my brother had the bands you know so we, yeah. we you know would listen to that you know and then he got pablo honey sure and, you know and it was like i remember not liking pablo honey as much of as the bands yeah. and then yeah okay computer like that that uh that music video i mean that was still when the cartoon i mean that was just i mean that was just a trip that hit me at a, at a fun point i'm but sure i just never continued on with them. yeah like yeah well i mean uh, you talk about accessibility i mean i kind of did a little bit of dabbling after OK Computer and I think Kid A, and I was like, "What is this? This is not. This is not for me." But I mean, they're still selling out stadiums yeah. or whatever, so like, yeah. it's working for a lot of people. And maybe it's a matter of just you know, I heard they put on a kick-ass live show, right? I mean, right. You see somebody. I mean, that's you know, I, you know, like I mean, as many shows as you go to, like it's hard to it's it's more disappointing to see somebody that doesn't put on a good live show right that you're like excited for and you're just like oh man like and it it doesn't i mean it it's fewer and far between i feel like is if you you know curate your you know where you're going and different different times or whatnot but uh um there's a track on there called gideon that's got a riff in there that sounds like that alan parsons project like sport like arrowhead sports venue that you know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, and it doesn't stay, but it, it kind of dips into that like, yeah. like early and then late, which was I thought was really cool. Yeah, uh, the Bonner thing, and then uh, I see uh, a residency at a place called Terminal Five in New York, where they played an album a night, and then maybe some other tracks mm-hmm. that they had kind of written around the time that they were. I was like, that's the fucking coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah. holy shit, dude. <laughs> Uh, so have you checked out Jim James solo stuff? Yeah. And, uh, it's more spotty for me. I mean, okay. yeah. Um, I mean, regions of light and sound of God. Yeah. What? He played. Yeah. He played at the, uh, crossroads. Okay. Um, a few summers back and it was, it was a good show. It just wasn't as powerful. I mean, okay. his voice is just, I mean, there's a, they were on an episode of American dad. The cartoon. Yes, yes, I yeah. saw that. And it's just like, you know, and, and it's, I don't even know, I haven't watched it enough to even know what the dad's name is or whatnot, right, but, right. but the American dad is just like, he's like, he's got the voice of an angel, you know? <laughs> like, they just, yeah, there's, you could probably, I'm sure, find that clip on YouTube, My Morning Jacket on American Dad, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
just that blend with like the dual guitar. Yeah. Like I love it. You know. Uh, I don't know if this is related to his solo stuff or not, but I I wrote down collaboration with Elvis Costello. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's been the new basement tapes. If you're not familiar yes, with that, yes, I mean, yeah, yes. like, uh, pro. I mean, the the song that you know hits us is the Marcus Mumford's, you know, Kansas City, like going back. But yeah, they he collaborated on that with like the guys from Dawes. Nice. And another one of his side project, Monsters of Folk. Okay. Um, it's like him, Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes. Okay. One of the other guys from Bright Eyes. Shit, who's the fourth guy? Um. I forget who the fourth guy. Okay, but another good good project or whatnot. Cool. Um, yeah. They... Uh, and then I guess they just put out their ninth in October. Mm-hmm. Is is that good stuff? Yeah. Well, uh, self titled, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fascinating choice to go self titled after eight records. Yeah. Yeah. They had like the Waterfall two or the Waterfall one, yep. the Waterfall yep. two, and then yeah. This I haven't delved into the new one. Oh, as okay. Much. Yeah. Like, but you have kind of given it an uh-huh. introductory listen. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And that's, I mean, that's, you know, kind of goes back to like you know like, you know, I probably made like some random cook at BB's, you know, listen to this record, you know, like twelve times, <laughs> like. Like it's hey, a good it's, it's, if it's in the CD book, like we're listening to it, yeah. you know. Like, uh, I like there were some jazzy keys to the finish of "Off the Record." Yeah, uh, followed by some cool church organ keys to start off "Into the Woods." Yeah. I mean, a, a lot to a lot to like about this record. In, uh, "Into the Woods" has a uh, something that will turn off the casual listener. Though <laughs> there's a line about a baby in a blender. Yes, I heard. And, I heard that, and then the follow-up line yeah. supports. I yeah. can't remember the follow-up line, yeah. but it's, I was like, "Oh yeah, I heard that right." Um, my friend's uh, 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 wife, she just like that immediately turned her off of this record. It's like, and it's like I'm done. I'm like I'm, I'm understandable. <laughs> like I mean, it's like you know, like the one <laughs> one line. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> their wiki called this uh they said this is the fourth studio album by the Soc- psychedelic rock band yeah. is is that do you call them that i mean it's a, sort of like you said adjacent they, to the jam yeah, scene I mean, like i mean you could i mean they dip into like you know southern rock I right mean, they, at yeah. times you know like there's i mean there's country elements to them there's you know like folk is is big but yeah like i mean and then you have like those are like arena rock moments Mm -hmm. like they're one of the bands you know that like see in a theater like saw them at the uptown and then saw them you know at the starlight you know and like that's about i don't don't think they're like i mean next step up would be like a big festival or something with more people or whatnot so different feels to both of the venues for for you for sure okay for sure and Um, and are they aware of that too and sort of putting on the shows differently or are they just doing their thing and it's up to you to decide? Yeah. I mean that one, like their, their starlight show was off of, uh, evil urges album. Okay. And so they were, uh, they were right. I mean, coming off of that, what bummed me out like that one, uh, was, uh, band of horses opened up for him for that show. And it was like, nobody was digging that set. Like nobody was digging the band of horses. Everybody was sitting down. Yeah. And, and it's like, I mean, I had just seen them play like some like legendary shows, like like one in particular up at Lollapalooza. Band of um, Horses. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're you're a fan. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, their uh their lineup, Band of Horses lineups, ever changing. Like, really? That, yeah. Their lead singers, I guess, not the easiest 
person to oh, work boy. with. Like, <laughs> and has I mean, I think it's gained some consistency or whatnot. But like, they're another, like I'd put their first two albums up up against. You know, okay. Just about anyway. uh, we we one of the biggest challenges to, to doing this is trying to sort of keep on track, and uh-huh. it's all the tangents are always fun, but. Yeah. Along the way, I, I, I miss a detail or two. And, and you said something a minute ago about uh, how you I think you said it's weird. Like, I don't listen to music during a certain dri- driving or at work or yeah. something, but you used to. Um, and um, I've been searching for a way, and I think this podcast is it sort of fills that you know is feeding that hunger a little bit too but i've been searching for a way to um have new music dumped into my life for a long time uh-huh. you know like i at one time i i got um one or two playlists from you and i was like well this will be it like i'll just lean heavily on joe and you know, uh, some new, a lot of new stuff will come my way and some I will like and some I won't. Um, and you know, sometimes, uh, you'll see somebody on social media be like, I, I need new, can anybody, and sometimes people in the comments will be whatever. Um, but I just randomly came across this playlist on Spotify. Um, and it's, uh, all of the, uh, walk up, intermission and post second set music that fish has played (laughs) from 2009 to current and like it's so fuck i mean it's like ten and a half thousand hours like 550 records um and so i don't pay for spotify Uh but i can still listen on shuffle Uh um with something like that like why not dude that's yeah dude yeah so when i hear um, when i have who the fuck is this moment? Uh, I just add it to my, my stream, the one I yeah. do pay for. And then it's just, it's just in the mix and I get in the car and, you know, sometimes the kids will pick what we're going to listen to. Sometimes I feel like something, but more often than not, I just let shuffle roll. Yeah. And I, nah, nah, nah. And, but I've, I've added over a hundred records to my, from that playlist. And it's funny. Uh, I, don't I think maybe a week ago I think it because I just let it play in my kitchen 24 7 unless I specifically want to listen to something else and I think just last I probably been listening to it for seven or eight months and I think just last week was the first time that I made it to the end the only other times is if I want to listen to something or the wi-fi goes out or something and it didn't always do this but a couple months ago uh, if I would, if the Wi-Fi would cut out, or if I would ch- switch it up, and then when I inevitably come back to it, it goes to general specific by the bit, every oh, yeah. time, every and it, the songs that follow aren't the same, but just jing jing, like so it's just hilarious. Uh, so that's funny though, like people were not into that, and then yeah, just like completely, uh, yeah. Funny story about Band of Horses, like a little side quest here. Um, I love it. Yeah, so Lollapalooza 09 um, uh, went up there specifically because Beastie Boys were were headlining. 
In 09. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it was like they they were hitting the festival circuit. I forget what record they were. Uh, I was just under. wondering the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Like I think it, it might. I want to say two of the five boroughs, but it, I don't know if that's if that's right. But uh, um, they played Bonnaroo. They shredded. Like uh, they. I just remember specifically looking at that schedule, and they played like head to head against uh, David Byrne, and I'm like. The Beasties. Yeah. I'm like, how do you how do you decide? Like, you know, like when a, when a lineup's like that good, you know, you're like, you're like, what do you do? Send your buddy and Facetime each yeah, other. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but they, uh, uh, I got sick and didn't. They ended up canceling their uh, uh, performance at Lollapalooza that year. You got sick, or they? The yeah, when uh, gosh, M- MCA, MCA uh, got you know, and he went downhill pretty fast, you know, after uh, they announced it. Um, but we, I had I didn't to, even remember he was sick yeah. until you just said, I just, yeah. I felt like he just one day he just, he was dead. Yeah. But wow. Okay. And, um, like, and I had tickets, like they were playing, I, I forget like the Vic theater or something up there, you know, for like a late night show. Mm. I was like, I was like going to be a beastie boys weekend. I was geeked out because like the only other time I remember them coming to town was they, I guess they played Kemper arena mm-hmm. and tripod quest opened up for mm. him, like on like the love movement, like, mm. uh, that's uh, hello nasty record. tour oh, like i mean i'm like records. oh yeah like so it's like when you catch bands like when like after like you know like they put out something where you know like their set list is just gonna be heavy on like something that you know that's the it's the best like hell yeah but uh when like i was like bummed you know like i mean obviously because he got sick and then that like you know never had a chance to you know see him after the fact but band of horses was one of those shows that i was like all right well we're gonna you know like like circled i wanted to see them because i they, i didn't miss them like they opened up for like modest mouse here and i missed them or something you know they just kept on missing them and missing yeah. them but um they're you know cool like they've got like a band shell up in grand park that like like the best sound at, at the whole festival is it's like their permanent stage that they have like, oh wow band forces was playing there you know it was um like right you know like Right before the headliner, um, which was Jane's Addiction, you know, the guys that, like, started the Perry, Perry started, and started Lollapalooza, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, the guys that were, the who was playing before Band of Horses was Lou Reed. And so we were like, all right, like, we're going, like, we're you know, obviously we're going to go see Lou Reed, like, when else, and, you know, sure enough, he passes away, you know, like, a few years after that, you know, I don't, I mean... But uh, like the one and only time opportunity you ever see somebody like that, you just got to jump on it. But uh, he came out late. <laughs> he played late. You know, he was like 30 minutes over time by the time, you know, he started like Walk on the Wild Side. Lou Reed. Okay. Yeah. 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 And was so, it a good set though? Oh, it was a good set. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you what know. a wild dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, are you are you a big Velvet fan? In and out, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I asked this question to somebody that picked a Velvet record. Uh, has there ever been a band name that where the name sounded more like the name matches the sound? Yeah. I mean, that I think they're the kings. Yeah. Like that, they're, they're they're like Bob Marley legend of yeah of greatest hits. Like, come up with a band name where your the name of your band sounds more like your sound than the Velvet Underground. Oh, and for sure. I mean. They're, I mean, self-titled is just kind of, you know, kind of just low. I mean, the, the Nico stuff, and then uh, was it white, 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 white heat, white or white hot, white heat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then 
like loaded loaded right the one yeah yeah i know i think fish has done that on uh halloween before i thought they did musical costume did they do loaded or did they do white heat white light i don't know yeah, I'm not, I, yeah. I, I think it was 96 yeah. uh-huh. in, in Atlanta, maybe. Yeah, you try. Yeah, I'm not sure which record yeah. they did though. Um, but man, uh, this this is the first. This is their fourth, but it's the first one they they had a professional producer. Yeah, produce, and that I I don't I didn't write down the person's name, but they worked with Pink Floyd and Radiohead and George Harrison. Uh, John Leakey. Okay. Leachy, I'm sure I'm yeah, mispronouncing that. Sounds right. But I mean, um, if this is their breakthrough, and you said some of their earlier stuff is kind of like what? Well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like before would... this, yeah, it still moves. Um, is what my introduction, like first, like full introduction. You know, like I went out and bought that. At, I remember buying that at Borders. You know, that, mm-hmm. that CD, uh, Tennessee Fire. Before that, it starts getting a little like more on the folky country side. Okay. And then, um, yeah, like the early, early stuff I just, I, I don't even listen to. Hmm. Like they don't, they didn't, I mean, it's nothing you're going to hear live. Makes really. you wonder if yeah. you, if they would have fired a professional yeah. producer, would it have sounded any different yeah. or yeah. was it just where they were material wise and it was going to get where it was going to get regardless of the producer. But I thought that was a fascinating, um, because I mean, producers like that is a, uh, whether you're opening vinyl or opening the cassette liner notes, like that is not uh, a credit or a, or a listing that I gave any energy to for years yeah. until, you know, you're long enough in the tooth in your musical career that your names like Rick Rubin and some of the dudes that did the dude that did a bunch of Floyd records, you start like, Oh, they can very much push the needle or ride with it, yeah. Uh, like a lot of lot of fascinating elements uh, go into the, the producer and the fi- the fi- how the thing. Sound- I mean, yeah, crazy shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, it's one of the highest rated records of 2005 behind an album called Illinois by an artist named Suf John Stevens. Sufian Stevens. Sufian. Yeah. Uh, Hello Field, Illinois. I mean, yeah, never heard of that person. Oh yeah, check out Chicago from that record. That's it's it's a good one. Um, he's he he's weird. <laughs> um, so there used to be uh, like uh, online service, uh, like you know iTunes. You know, opened up their musical, uh, you know, and started selling uh, records or whatnot. You know, as everybody's just still doing like their bootleg thing. But uh, there was a company called eMusic. Um, and they, uh, were just focused on independent record labels. Okay. So you, that, that's where their pool was. And until like, they finally like opened up some majors and, you know, you, but instead of buying like per album, you bought credits and, you know, oh, like, wow. so you'd get like for $10, you get 50 credits and like huh. an album might cost you like, like five to 10 credits or huh. something. So you're getting like five albums for, for $10 a month. And so a lot of those, like, and their editors did a really good job, like, curating things, like, coming through hmm. um, the pipeline and whatnot. Wow. And that's how he even, like, ended up finding Gaslight Anthem uh-huh. was through eMusic. Okay. Um, it was just their editor's choice for the week, you know. And Wild. Then, yeah. Huh. 
Um, so the vocals on Anytime took me back to the sound of when I first listened to them and was like, no. Which was a because that's late in the record, and I'm enjoying, and I didn't dislike it, but I was like, this feels very familiar mm-hmm. to, anyway, just random. Um, Pitchfork Pitchfork Media called this their OK Computer, which again, the Radiohead. Uh, so do you do you like the way it ends specifically, like the last three tracks? Yeah, you and do. Those are some ragers, like live. Really? They, yeah, because like, they're relatively chill. Yeah. On yeah. there, yeah, they'll they'll they blow them up live. Wow, yeah, how um, crazy. Okay, like, not comes loose like that. That, uh, um, and yeah, Lalo and, and uh, uh, uh yeah. Don Dante, Don Date, yeah, uh, yeah. That, which I didn't find that anywhere. Like, I was like, what is that Latin? What does that mean? It, it appears to just apply to that track, yeah. like. Uh, but really weird uh, sound spectrum, and then uh, the solo feels very Led Zeppelin mm. for for a second when uh-huh. they were like whatever hanging mics and stairwells and messing with production, and yeah. it was, was kind of like whoa for a minute. I felt like I was transported. You know, I think they had the same producer across all their records, which. It's just crazy how much it can like steer, and I mean, yeah, like you said, like I mean, I first like I mean, hip hop was when I really you know started thinking about who produces what, you know, like I mean, going back, you know, to you know, license to ill, right? Like, I mean, right. and then the what what's the the uh, um like the it's a mini series on um, HBO where it, it follows like Jimmy Iovine, um. The, like he produced like uh, Fleetwood Mac and, okay. and, and like Tom Petty and like, I mean, but, and then it, it leads, he founded Interscope Records. Ah. So it leads to him, you know, discovering Dr. Dre yeah. and then it's, it's, uh, I should look up the title, but it is worth like. This is an HBO series? HBO series, yeah. Um, gosh, yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you afterwards. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, and it, you know, it's, you know, I mean, you know, Nine Inch Nails is on there, you know, like, I mean, to Marilyn Manson, to Eminem, you know, like, the, he just had a hand, like, Jimmy Iovine, like, had a hand in, like, all that and founding, uh, uh, but it, it was probably one of the better musical, like, um, series mm-hmm. that I've seen in, mm-hmm. in years. Um, um yeah, you know, I, this is, uh, I, I don't know if this is, like, looking at the world through my perpetually fish rooted lens or uh, if it's because, you know, grad school and getting married and all that jazz was happening. But you're, you're, so you, you've got an Oh one an Oh five and an Oh eight ish. And to me again, I don't know why, but, like I circle that stretch of years on, on, on my musical journey as like, eh, there wasn't a whole lot of really great shit coming out, yeah. but I could have, it, that could be that I literally just had my head in the sand. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I was seeing more, more concerts in that window probably, than I've, okay. than I've okay. ever, you know, like that. So, um, one, I think the streaming thing said Oh seven and the wiki search said Oh eight for, the 59 sound yeah. by gaslight yeah. anthem 
Um, so I'm not sure exactly which, but there we go from Louisville, Kentucky to New Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah. Some, uh, I don't even know that. I don't think I've opened that. Um, I'm so glad you did this. This is yeah. great. So, uh, they're, I mean, New Jersey, like they're just, they're, they're, you know, main influence is Bruce Springsteen. I mean, like, it's just, I mean, it's, you might as well just like, dude, I, they embrace I, it. Like. I, they, I, okay okay like uh, i kept you know i had i've never heard of these guys mm-hmm. so i was like what's this gonna be and uh, very early i was it was like getting a drip of familiarity and i was like i don't know where to put that and then i'm and i saw a couple things and then and then i th- i think that the main dude like they they took a break and he was yeah. pissed because People are asking him to play Springsteen. He's like, my name's not Bruce. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I keep reading and keep listening. And both in both forms, that's what I keep coming back to. Yeah. I'm like, well, what are you doing then? Yeah. Like, if you're if that's upsetting I mean, to you, then change it a they, little bit. I mean, the t- the few times I've seen him, like they've they've done like Tom Petty covers, you know. I, like, I, think I, I saw mean, that. yeah, like. Um. Uh, Cool stuff. Side one dummy productions. Yeah. Like, um, I immediately go to like, what, what is that? You know, is that two dudes being like, what side of the record was that one track on? And the other guys like side one dummy. Yeah. Is that, yeah. you know, <laughs> I don't know where that like comes the- from. Um, but so they five records from 07 to 14 sprinkling of hiatuses. And then they announced just a couple of months ago that they're back together again. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, yeah, they're coming to the Midland. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we saw them, um, the Belmont Club, one of those. You just, and Kelly? Uh, no, uh, this buddies. Was, yeah, buddies. Uh, shout out to Mike Morris. Oh shit, Belmont Club is, and, that's all. That's yeah, way in think, the past. I think Travis. I think the four of us went okay. to that one. That okay. was that was a that was a fun show for everybody. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and it was just it was one of those things. Yeah, we. Um, they've played at that same Lollapalooza, like a little okay. little midday set, you know, like just really like, I mean, made the most out of that. I mean, like under, you know, like I was still butthurt about the Beastie Boys, after, <laughs> you know, like after, and they're like, they're like, oh, did you miss anybody? I was like, yeah, Beastie Boys. And like, you know, like, just but, a little tiny little yeah, outfit. You may have heard of yeah, them. Yeah. I mean, but like, yeah, like, I mean, there were some cool stuff there. Like, yeah. I mean, Fleet Foxes, Bonavar. Mm. We caught a, went to the, saw Fleet Foxes at the Metro. How was that? It was, badass wow. yeah unfortunately my buddy had had heat exhaustion that day oh, man. so we were like it wasn't in fleet foxes isn't a raging show anyway right, right, so right. it was probably the best place i mean everybody all of our other friends went to sound tribe and oh shit yeah that was they it was two different two different animals as far yeah. as like after shows go wow. but uh, oh my god uh, yeah no but yeah these guys uh it's just one of those things you know like you get i mean you get burnt out on you know jam music after a while I mean, well, there's only so much, like only, you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I have in that cabinet with the, the CD project that I've never, I probably, I better have four, maybe five sound tribe yeah. records. And there's one, possibly two that have like a lot of tracks. Uh, and then some, some stuff I'm like, uh, the, dude, I don't, you, you, you lost me there. Um, but they're not, you know, um, somebody I'm going to go to, uh, just casual listening wise, yeah. super often 
They're more like uh, the occasional dive in and really like scratch all the itches. And then I'm out of that for a long time. Um, and you know, um, uh, I, I still love like, you know, I still love some Dave, some blues traveler, uh, still love some early studio widespread. I, lo- I love Modesky, Martin and Wood, but I mean, those are like, if you, and I don't know otherwise, um, you know, kind of 91, 92 Horde Fest was kind of the birth of the whole thing. Uh-huh. And, and however many names came out of that womb, a, a few yeah. were fantastic, but that's, that's only one scope. Yeah. Of, you know, like yeah. there's only so much of it. That's really amazing. That you had you. And then like in there, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, like their influence is based on what they were listening yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Medeski and jazz, yep, you know, yep. like widespread and, you know, Southern rock yep. and, you know, fish and Zappa and yeah. like whatever. And the dead. And, that, and, yeah. Have I you mean, ever seen bittersweet motel? I have. Yeah. Okay. It's been years. Okay. So I watch it years. pretty much like once a year. Yeah. Uh, and there's a great scene. Trey's leaving like his home to go wherever. And I think he's in like, a one of those old Suzu troopers or something like that. And, uh, the crew is in the car with him. And he's like, you know, he's trying to drive out of these this woodsy Vermont area that he lives in to get to wherever they're going and uh, talking about that, like these guys, whoever they were listening to and these guys were who. And and now you've arrived at me and I'm the 80s kid from New Jersey that went to the mall and I'm on the I'm on the map whether you like it or not. Yeah. And I, I was listening to fucking blah, blah, blah. And then it's going to be somebody, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's fascinating. It's, it's, yeah, it's, Fam- great. it's like and a it, family tree that and, just keeps blossoming, yeah. you know? And that's, I mean, that's, I mean, such like, I mean, an attractive part about that scene, especially, you know, like the years that w- was hitting it, you know, because you'd be exposed to, you know, like the meters or, you know, like just straight up, like, you know, like, New Orleans, you know, royalty. I mean, Dude, you know, I went, like, I went and saw them at jazz fest in New Orleans in 95. Yeah. I think I barely had discovered the meters mm-hmm. prior to that trip. I mean, like, and I don't know, like I might be sitting here, who are the meters? You know, yeah. all these years later, if, if you don't kind of yeah. just veer from one, you know, tributary to the next, uh, I don't know. But yeah, then, um, I mean, yeah, it's just great. I mean, what's your, uh, what's your favorite fish record? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, probably Junta. Okay. I mean, uh, when did, when did you catch on? Uh, senior year, 93, somebody played, played some bootlegs. So was that, that, what was that? Was that the Rift? Drift. Yeah. yeah. So after, so that's the first one I got. Uh, and I think. Honestly, I might have worked backwards by accident. You know, I definitely remember. I remember. I mean, and still to this day, this rings true a little bit. I remember getting picture of Nectar and being like, whoa, like that is a lot to unpack. There is so much happening in there and kind of just being like. I'll revisit this a little bit later. Oh. And then, uh, and then I don't remember if I got Hunter or Lawn Boy next, but they, they were three and four. Okay. 
Um, and uh, Lawn Boy felt much more accessible. Like it jived with me first, and then and then Junta eventually. I was like, this is a masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, I don't love 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 every second of it. Yeah. But there are very admirable, respectable qualities. Do to... you find yourself listening, going back and listening to studio albums from them at all? Well, always. Yeah. But I'm I. I mean, like somebody like that, which you know, their music is best ingested live. I would say. See, that's uh, man. Um, like the final three tracks of Z, uh-huh. I'm like, do you this? This felt like a departure, and it was yeah. different. And you're like, I love it. They really blow them up um so the the thing about fish is, is in the live segment for me is that you you come with your relationship to the song or the songs that you forged by consuming the suit the studio stuff i mean that's how i did yeah i mean yeah i, I was built while i was you know uh becoming a student of their discography i was listening to live stuff too yeah. but to, to me and a lot of the conversations in this podcast have kind of been about like, um, you know, this whole idea of, of writing a record and, and having a hoping that a label signs you so they can pony up for studio time. So you can, as a unit go in and record this record and blah, blah, blah. And how do you stay close to budget? How many fights do you have? Do you break up after that? And are you, are things great and you're touring in support of the album versus is that, is that a relic? Is uh-huh. that, you know, are people steering away from dropping albums and, and dropping tracks and, and, or, you know, finding some independent person to produce shit for you. And then you just put it out yourself. But I really love uh, the romantic in me loves that idea of a band that writes a record together and records it in the studio. And, and that's, that's how I grew yeah. up consuming music. And, um, I mean, my first, you know, exposure to fish was farmhouse oh wow okay so that's when i picked up on it yeah you know? yeah um, and then you know then just delved into like their live series Fucking you know fantastic i record. mean and, and like you said accessible is pretty it's pretty farmhouse pretty, is very accessible. accessible and i think you know they've bounced uh they've i think they've had different producers for almost every record yeah. and like they choose people you know, like the dude Steve Ezrin, I think, produced Billy Breathes, which is also a, an amazing yeah. record. Yeah. But it's got a very, that record has a very specific, unique sound to it. So I don't, or Steve, sorry, Steve Lillywhite, I think. Uh, and I don't know all the, you know, reasons why. I, I only understand it from a very basic level. But I mean, Farmhouse, like, that opening yeah. riff yeah. welcome and it the, it works for the whole fucking record yeah. even though there's like uh sand and and tube and some shit where they really fucking mm-hmm. like they take a way different direction yeah. from farmhouse but you know the whole thing works i mean heavy things uh um in law josie wales uh sleep yeah, that whole yeah. idea, and that—that's a really good scene in Bittersweet Motel where he's sitting with his guitar. He's like the new one. You know, some of the the guy says, "What about the lyrics?" Yeah, you know, because there's always these people that want to say fish sucks because their lyrics are garbage. Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, I think that Tom is a genius, Tom Marshall." Yeah. And, and and he's like, "Like the one we just wrote. It's about that idea of 
you wake up and you've got this idea and all the details are so clear and they're right there. And by the time you're awake, you can barely remember what the dream is about. He writes things, he writes songs about those kind of feelings. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And he fucking crushes it. Like that is a gorgeous. Yeah. So, but anyway. No, um, uh, I mean, uh, for me, I mean, obviously like fish, but like uh, Mo is my, is my jam band of choice. Man, like, get out of Get out, get out of here. I just fucking added a Mo record because of that yeah. playlist. Um, like that it, uh was when I like picked up on them. Uh this is and this was like ninety, gorgeous. I think ninety-eight. Um, but like I mean they're 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 my fish, I guess you could say. Like they and they never really reached the levels of <laughs> but in their own, you know. But uh they one of their things, the not that particular album, but the their album uh, Wormwood, Wormwood. Uh, they tried to bring in their live performance into it, you know, like it's a risk. and like yeah, and it's like did it, it work? It worked. Okay. Yeah, it's it it holds up pretty well, but like I mean, some of the Stranger I mean, Than Fiction as a lead off track. There's a, a Spoon album uh-huh, with that name, uh-huh. and then a cool is it Will Ferrell movie? Yeah, did you ever yeah, see that? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a yeah. Great fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that and this was this was their their uh, I think Sony this was a Sony record or no Epic yeah Epic through Sony so uh, um, their ma- major label and Stranger Than Fiction was the lead single off of it but uh, it's just interesting to see like how those songs like get you know brought in and then you know like what the fans' response is to you know new like the fan bases like uh, that's the uh, <laughs> so I had that experience uh, with this playlist being on shuffle and be like, who's it? And, and, yeah. and Mo? Holy yeah. shit, I've seen them like three times yeah. and I don't know their studio shit yeah. worth shit. But the album that was playing and then I, I since added it, <laughs> it's called No Doy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cover. <laughs> Just this fucking goofy looking dude with some blue makeup around his eyes i have always being a language person i've always really liked the all lowercase with the period yeah. that's fucking sharp um but they yeah man i i i don't i, I want to say big summer classic oh five red rocks eight or twelve i don't know a lot of bands uh-huh. uh was one where I think they were at, and I saw maybe one or two Wakarusas, uh-huh. and always being like, "Fucking yeah. yeah!" These, and then like privately, you know, like trying to start to dig in and being like, "This doesn't feel like what I saw." And then I just check out and never, never go. So never really gave uh-huh. a fair chance. But I've had pl- I've had a lot of experiences where I'm like, "Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. these guys." Um, it, it probably doesn't help that the times that I have encountered them out in the wild, it's an all day yeah. or an all weekend. And I'm just, I got a wheelbarrow full of bad decisions that I'm walking <laughs> around with the whole time. And so who knows what I actually come home with, but I, I'm trying like, I think the first time I saw them was uh blue note in Columbia, mm. which is still my, probably my favorite venue. It's a great like, venue. I mean that size, you know, it was the first night I drank beer yeah, I was always, I didn't think I could burp when I was in high school. So like if you like, never drank in I high ne- school, I, I drank, if I drank, I drank hard liquor. So those oh, nights wow. were few and far between. Yeah. Southern comfort had a couple battles with the 
with the old SoCo. That, oh, man. Those were, you know, some, some, but uh, yeah, I looked around and. How do you start drinking eh, hard liquor? Not, I, I and, mean. And, and land on Southern Comfort yeah, in high school. Yeah. Like beer is, I mean, we talk about accessible. Yeah. Well, and I always drove. Uh, um, so, I mean, my friends would, you know, they'd, you know, have their cases of Natty or yeah, Keystone or something, yeah. you know, and I didn't mind driving. So I, I drove it, okay. it made it easier. And then, but the nights that I, you know, drank were just, you know, they just don't, it's, you, not, you, it's not the way to, you dip and your Janice. Toe. it's not the way to dip your toe in. Yeah. Like, oh my God. But, uh, yeah, I remember being at that show in Columbia and like, like looking around and like all my friends had like pictures of like Boulevard wheat and I'm like, damn it, I, I need to start drinking beer. And so I went and got a cup, and then, yeah, I've been drinking beer since. Nice. Yeah. Went and saw him in Liberty Hall the next night. Ooh. And then, what yeah. If, what if, that is a, that is an epic. It's just a great run. And I missed him at, like, the, had uh, friends from Slu, from St. Louis that did the pageant to Blue Note to, to Another Liberty great Hall. venue. Another great venue. I've never been to, never been to the, any shows at the pageant. Oh, I've yeah. seen Segura there. I've seen Railroad Earth there. Uh, those might be my only two, but yeah. love that venue. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, uh, so, so I'm listening to this record like, and immediately I'm like, you know, the English writing nerd in me yeah. is like, Oh, New Jersey guys with Charles Dickens references yeah. with great expectations. And then Stella is in there. Uh, and then immediately I'm like seeing the Springsteen references and then old white Lincoln. I'm like, that's where I first am like, uh, that, that's tracking. Mm-hmm. So are you a Springsteen fan? <laughs> Start with a sigh. Yeah. I know, I know where I you're mean, going. Uh, somebody turned me on to, what is it? The wild and the blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah street band, the street mm-hmm. band, you mm-hmm. know, Rosalina, like, you know, like that. Uh, I mean, I never, I mean, it was unavoidable. Like, I mean, he, he was unavoidable. I mean, as far as like, you know, born to run, I mean, I'm, I'm going to piss some people off. <laughs> like, I'm Dude. not, I'm not trying to shit on, no, uh, on no. Bruce Springsteen, but he's never, I mean, I've never really sought him out, you know, and he would just, we just kind of missed each other. I just, I don't, I've, and I've, I've had this conversation with other people that have done this very thing. Uh, I've had like two or three moments, you know, in the last 15, 20 years where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to now, now's the time I'm going to become, and I dive in. I'm like, no. Yeah. It's just not, and and you know, I, I that record uh, will drop tra- shuffle track. I think maybe it's maybe it's the only one in my Apple right now. Uh-huh. But it, every time I'm driving, I'm like, nah, yeah, like it just. I can hear the and like the, so the horn, and I'm just like, no, yeah. I don't. I, I when I the first time I really tried hard, I did appreciate Nebraska, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of Springsteenites, that's where they want to guide you mm-hmm. um but I, I do remember feeling like some kind of like a peaceful tranquil like connected to nature kind of but but beyond that i mean and and in 88 uh when or 89 somewhere uh i was in seventh grade uh Br- brilliant disguise came out I think that's the name, but there, there was two tracks off of that record that I, there were very, they were huge hits uh-huh. and I really liked them. I like, you know, a, a lot of the material on born in the USA, but outside of that, it's just not for me. And, and mm-hmm. like it continued like Joe Poznanski 
You know, you know who that guy is? Yeah. Um, I mean, he was a long time. It was always Poznanski and Whitlock yeah. with the editorial pieces on the sports page of the star. And uh, he's put out um, a Buck O'Neill book. And then he put out a book on the 72 Reds, the the machine, something like that. Um, but then, you know, he, he, he left KC and he's back in like North Carolina now and writing for, I think he writes for... Um, Shit, I'm forgetting the streaming service that he writes for. Not that they, anyway, uh-huh. uh, he's always been just he and talking, you know. I think they're one of their token E Street, like a horn player, like died not too long yeah. ago. Everybody was writing tomes, and I'm just like, it's clearly for a lot of people. Did, I'm just not one of them. <laughs> Did you ever see the video of him sitting in with fish at Bonnaroo? Uh, I did. That would, that would have been like 08, 09, yeah, yeah. T- t- 10. He had, a, he had a pretty memorable exchange with uh, with Paige. What was it? <laughs> He's just like, play it, keyboard guy. <laughs> and, then, you know, Paige is like, we, we sell as many tickets as you, you know, like, I have a keyboard name, guy. you know, like. Oh, my God. It's not the guy in the shadows over here, like. There's a, you know, uh. I don't remember exactly what the deal is, but there's this, there's footage of like Trey is at, uh, I think he's a Flyers fan, Philadelphia Flyers. And he's at a game or maybe he's at the rock and roll. Anyway, he's watching this tour, this video tour happen. And his face is in a picture in a frame as part of this tour. And so he's just at a curiosity stake. He's kind of just lurking undetected and watching as they approach and so the guy, the tour guide, finishes the piece about the picture before his. And so now it's like, okay. So this all this build up, talking, talking to all these great things, great things. And finally he goes, and here he is, Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> Trey's just like, all right, man, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck. But, um, Cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles Davis and the Cool. Really, yeah. really cool title track or or, or title for a song um i'm huge like that's the kind of shit that catches my eye mm-hmm. so even cowgirls get the blues i was like yeah. oh i like that too and then then i heard then i listened to it and yeah. i think that might be my favorite track on the record this the more the more i delve into this like my favorite track changes changes yeah like yeah. constantly you know um um yeah. never been to jersey but that record feels like if there's a soundtrack for it that's probably it. Yeah. I mean, uh, can there's a track with I can totally hear uh, a Mighty Mighty Boston's dude okay. doing. Do you know what I'm talking about? The you remember when the you know the Boston's right? yeah yeah and, and uh, they were kind of like part they were like ska um, they were always like at the top of that yeah like jo- real big fish like what, Mighty Mighty, yeah but then they put out uh, a record in the late '90s that like launched him into With the impression that i get yeah. yeah and so the guy uh never had to there's a that dude has a, a backing vocal tra- on that yeah. track which is oh he's on yeah oh. it's unmistakable oh okay I'm like Holy on shit. which one um uh the patient ferris wheel. okay okay whatever the refrain is maybe it's a two or three line refrain but, and he repeats one of the lines uh-huh. just a few times but okay. i was like that's that's the Boston suit yeah. right there. Um, 
Did you have a ska phase ever? No. No? Yeah. What I about- mean, I had that tape. I had, you know, um, yeah, it just missed me. Um, what about surf rock? No. no, not really. I mean, I'd love pet sounds. <laughs> I don't know if that counts, right. but you know, uh, meet me by the river's edge. Uh, that's where I was like, Springsteen is bleeding more into this album yeah. as the track listing progresses. Mm-hmm. And by that point I'm like, how did you ever get mad? Yeah. Like here's looking at you kid, sweet track, a nice change of pace mm-hmm. for the record. Um, so man, like I said, I had no idea. Yeah what to expect and I, I would never have guessed mm-hmm. that that would have been and it was their first of like three just banger records like really uh, yeah uh, uh, but their second overall second or? yeah oh. second I think they had an EP um, before yep. uh, and yeah of course I'm drawing a blank um, but yeah uh, American mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. American slang Okay. Was, came out after this, and they, you know, gained... speaking of name, another great title. I mean, yeah. they've yeah. somebody in there has got a little bit of wordsmith in them, and yeah. they're they're crushing it. Yeah, with the track titles and the, I mean, even the fucking what is it, the fifty nine sound? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know that uh, I ever get the the sound of the record to match that title, but yeah. it's a fucking killer title. Yeah. It makes me think of like. We're we're just on the other side of uh, Frankie Avalon and and driving diners where the girl roller skates out yeah. and shit like that. To we're it's the fifty nine now we're rolling into the sixties yeah. and you thought there that was a change. <laughs> Be ready for what's ahead. You know, so I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. cool stuff. Um, so we had oh five and oh seven oh eight uh, and then oh one. Uh-huh. Um, this when when did Wilco first come across? Um, uh, right around uh, the time when Yankee came okay. out. Yeah. So that was so we was, had uh, the fifty nine sound by a Gaslight Anthem, um, my morning jacket Z, and then yeah. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot by Wilco. Um, so right around the time this record comes out, there it is. Yeah. There it is. May I please? This this cover, I, I'm such it's, a sucker for cover art. Yeah, and this is so like, what? Like when but you, I love it. Yeah, like I love that record. I find myself with Ghost Is Born coming back to that more than like their record after that. Um, and then being there also like coming back to like that three album stretch. But um, like say they, uh, um, and then just not knowing. I mean. I didn't realize, you know, like. Have nice. you ever read this? Uh-uh. Uh, obviously, somebody got to it. Yeah. But uh, Jersey Kosinski being their really, really, really cool book. Okay. And they made it into a movie, and Peter Sellers plays the lead. The movie is also fantastic. Yeah. But that that's the inspiration for the title, okay. which, which I learned because... Somebody else also picked Yankee. That's a, I saw. I saw. Oh, yeah. I, I did, did I send you stuff? No, you no. Find I it just, on your I own. Just, yeah, from following it on uh, uh, YouTube, I saw that come up. So I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I didn't you know. That's why I threw in the the Mo record just in case. Okay. You know, I was okay. Like, I was like, get the the Jam Band Studio album. There you conversation go. There you going. go. Nice. But, uh, I love it. I mean, yeah. I, for a second there, I was like, 
stop talking about fish. Stop talking about. <laughs> I just yeah. felt myself diarying, but I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Um, same, same trip, same collection of burn CDs, yeah. dude. Get, and I was like, not for me. Yeah. Uh, and then somebody picked it, and so I went through it, and I was like, well, I fucking like this too. Like yeah. this is, I don't remember, and I, that would this was definitely one of the records that was given to me that I put in and it just, I mean, sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But this record is like not only good, but it's packed full of oddities. Yeah. And then just the backstory behind the record too. Like, I mean, they, they, they made a whole movie about it. They got dropped from the record label. They bought the same record label, bought it back, you know, like just the ultimate, you know, like, like Jeff's, battles that he was having throughout there like he may i forget where he saw his name on like cnn like on the ticker <laughs> it's like it's like jeff tweedy wilco like enters rehab he's like oh man. oh i didn't <laughs> yeah. i didn't come across that yeah it was i mean i don't i'm, I'm was, not sure if they, it was this time frame or just like shortly i think it was was he booze or what was his pills pills yeah Fuck. yeah uh the dang old uh oxys and shit like that shit. yeah yeah, it was. There's, I forget. It's a live record or something. He, somebody throws him a big nug up on stage, and he's like, he's like, oh well, you know, thank you. But like, he's like, he's like, I just got out of rehab. Like, you might have seen me. On, that's what it was. He's like on the record. He's like, you might have seen me. Like, my name was on the nice. ticker on CNN. Yeah. Uh, but they're just. I mean, they're just. I mean, there's a few bands that just like like these guys. Drive by truckers. Like, are you an Isbell fan? Yeah. B- yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, they, they got me, you know, like, you know, Southern Rock Opera and then Dirty South. And I mean, I'll put those three records, you know, and just, I mean, up against just about anything, you know. And again, another one, if you've never seen that movie, like, there's a movie about, uh, um, oh gosh, a drive by truckers movie about that specific time. And, you know, young, young Jason, you know, just, you know. Dude, my, the, the dude that was at the the Broncos fan that uh-huh. he did episode one, he he brings it up, uh, which by the way I lo- I lost video okay. uh, <laughs> or, or in his episode. Uh-huh. I looked up at like the hour fifteen mark and I was like, oh shit! And he's like, oh mine's been gone for like a half hour. Like, <laughs> but anyway, he tells me uh, he taught he brings up this uh, drive by truckers documentary, and they filmed. Isbell getting fired from yeah. the band in yeah. the documentary, and then it yeah. stayed in there. He was married to the bass player. I mean, Sean right. Tucker, right? I mean, and she stayed and had it like was like did another record or two with him. Like, I mean, awkward. Yeah, and then you know he goes off with like the four hundred unit, and yeah. like, I mean, just like I've you know following, and then his like level right now. Do you I, gun to your head? You have to choose drive by truckers or solo Isabel stuff. I'm taking the truckers, man. No shit. I'm taking the truckers. Wow. It's it's. I mean, and I love that, but I can't like like women without whiskey. Like, I, see, I know, haven't ever. I've goddamn only... lonely. Like, give me goddamn lonely love over Stockholm. Like, I mean, it's like yeah. if, if if I have to, yeah. you know. Like, I love outfit. Like, that's one of my favorite. Like. Don't call while I'm wearing an outfit. Like, don't ever say your car's broke. Right, know? right. Call your sister on her birthday. Like, those are just what you do, <laughs> you know? Like, and that's what, like, the, the part of that movie was, uh, they were just like, like, they, like, Patterson Hood and uh, Mike Cooley, you know, were two of, like, the more prolific, like, songwriters, like, in that, like, little running circle. And then they're like, 
fuck you. You guys added this guy to that band? Like, what's up with, like, I mean, it's, like, I mean, they were at their, like, apex, like, in that. Whoa. And, yeah, I mean, I keep on going back to the Beaumont Club. Like, I miss that place. But I went there to go buy tickets to uh, Robert Randolph and the Family Band. Oh, man. And the box office. And they were tuning up truckers. Like, that era, like, truckers, you know, were, like, tuning up. And I was like, shit, that sounds good. Like, and that was, like. Like, sound check? Yeah, yeah. Their sound check. Like, caught their sound check. And I was like. One of those, like, you know, put a pin in, and then, you uh-huh, know, uh-huh, uh-huh. next thing you know, I'm at Borders, you know, buying, like, the double, you know, Southern Rock Opera. Wow. Like, Got it. Is that, that's, that's where I should start? I I mean, it's that, it's those three records, like, um, and I only know that Isabel was even on Southern Rock Opera, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd consider that, like, I mean, you go back to, like, Pizza Deliverance and stuff, it's a little, um, not as accessible, but, like, I mean, concept record, I mean, like, you know, like, the the duality of the South, you know, like, like Bear Bryant and, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, forget, uh, you know, all the other things that go along with the South, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. And then, and then it was crazy. I mean, like traveling, like was that in Charleston for a friend's wedding and, you know, like the bar band is like playing trucker songs and no I'm like, shit. I'm like, what's like, this wow. is like, you know, it's like, you know, the, you don't realize like, you know. Like here and you know, I mean the the regions you know like yeah. where it's like okay they're you know like on a different level down there. Who's who gets the credit for Danko and Manuel? Is that is that yeah. four hundred unit? Or that's, is that that's drive? truckers? That's tr- that's yeah. a fucking yeah. killer tune, dude. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I mean yeah, like I mean yeah, never gonna change. Like, yeah, I mean like and I mean and yeah, I've never seen yeah. Isabel solo. I have. Yeah. I saw him at Red Rocks. Okay. Um, so I was out. I was out for three nights of fish, and then, um, like the night after their third night, he was playing Red Rocks, and Amy Mann. Okay. Opened for him. Do you know who that is? From Magnolia. Just yeah, from Mag- dude. Movie that's Magnolia. Uh, one is the her cover of yeah. One is the loneliest yeah. number, and it's not going to stop. Yeah. Yeah, that those two tracks, that that record, like so. I mean, so many things like uh, Quiz Kid Donnie Smith. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I do have love to give. (laughs) I just don't know where to put it. And then the fucking raining of the frogs and uh, one of Tom Cruise's best performances. Like, I mean, as the like, yeah, pro I mean, dude before male. before he like went off the rails, you know. But it's like Juliet Lewis. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, redhead. Um, Julianne Moore. Yes. Yeah. As uh, the daughter to the dad. That's the fuck. Yeah. That movie. Phil Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh-huh. Um, God damn, dude. That was a I remember banger. I had the double VHS of that. Yep. Same. Yeah. Same. Like the big box. I think I still do. <laughs> yeah. I think I still do. Uh, Man, that's a good show. But, a... but uh, so so Amy Mann opened, and then um, uh, Amanda's uh, Amanda Shire, 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 yeah. Her her uh, she was the middle. Their band was uh-huh. the middle act, and then Isabel, and she came out for some songs, and yeah. it was I cried like three times that night. Man. This is uh, maybe. Like for first or second summer after separation, uh-huh. and like not knowing what, and, and then like, and also like I remember 
stopping my mower in in my third listen of southeastern yeah just being like what the fuck is going on yeah. like i have to i gotta google some stuff and yeah. figure out what this human has like been going through and i mean that and that was that was his like getting sober record that was well, uh, right around that time. yeah 100 100 percent. and and uh i mean uh so many um i don't remember what song stockholm is i know it's a big one but yeah. uh there's the, there's the one about um not not going not leaving this room yeah. till the magnolias bloom um and, and the uh, she cigarettes and wine i think is mm-hmm. on that record um that's, dude uh, it's, yeah. it's a really really good record yeah. um but um are you uh, also a Sunvolt and an Uncle Tupelo guy or I got uh I've never seen Sunvolt like I'm like and that's where you know like of like got into Wilco and then it's just a natural um they've got impression. like 8 9 or 11 records something crazy yeah. like that yeah um and but yeah I got into some Tupelo like that was you know I remember I was rocking an Uncle Tupelo shirt for a while nice there. nice it, it, Kennedy's for probably right around that era or whatnot, you know. You don't like, have it anymore? It's somewhere. It's okay. A, it's at okay. the parents' house. You, waiting, you, waiting to get cleaned out. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, this uh, Yankee is so eclectic and well put together and uh, still amazes me that they like, here you go, yeah. turn it in and then they reject it and then cut them from the label. Yeah. And it's like, well, we just made a fucking banger record for yeah. you. And then... Uh, and then they streamed it for free, like uh, a, a week after September 11th, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, man, your choices. I mean, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like tall buildings shake, like you know, with the cover. I mean, it's just like all like right around. Yeah. I mean, um, it's sad, sad songs. I yeah, mean, good, good stuff. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, your choices really surprised me um in that um not not to say that they're not accessible records but the couple of times that i've gotten a playlist it felt like the memory of of listening to the playlist was like it was pretty pretty widely accessible with with a lot of kind of fun danceable tunes to it like i could have a party and put it on and if somebody asked uh, you know, I could either credit you or take the credit. Yeah. Um, but, but so, but n- I've tried to play this record at a party. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I love Luke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to call an Uber. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, ch- I mean, you know, like, like dense, like, you know, giving you more and more to unpack with everything, you know, like each listen at a time, you know, and then like these records, these not, records, not, yeah. not I mean, your playlists. No, my play, like playlist is a whole different animal, that, you okay, know, okay. like that. I mean, you, you tend to lean a little more crowd pleaser playlist or is it just, there's like a percentage you can't, you can't just keep on playing, you know, like, no, no. yeah. Like, I mean, you can throw like unvisible on there, uh, but you know, you gotta be careful, like not to, you know throw on like a bunch of like Theolonious Monk or something, mm-hmm. you know, like it just doesn't fly, you know, and you got to play songs that people like, Yeah, you know, you, if somebody doesn't hear, I, I don't know how many songs, like, like, can you give somebody four songs if they don't hear some, five songs if they don't, 
don't hear something. I mean, like, you know, know, uh, here's a very real road that I've traveled down in my mind, like hosting that party, making this playlist, uh, the, the time investment of, of which, um, would like so glaringly dwarf the amount of time to, to actually put on the party, like buying groceries and making food and uh-huh. sending out invites, like all that would be a fraction compared to putting on the playlist. But if my sister were here, yeah. if Jessica yeah. were here, three, maybe three songs, you'd be like, what's your Wi-Fi? Can I? And I'd be like, I'll stab you in the neck uh, if you try and yeah. usur- I mean, I've had the opposite experience. You know, I've been, you know, playing, you know, just random stuff on the back patio, you know, like, you know, doesn't really she has faith in the mix man what oh yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> right right yeah. but i mean i've uh yeah, there have been the occasional late evening where here or there and everybody's just yeah. taking turns or i or i want to there's two in a row that i want to play and she's kind of like making sure no no, no yeah. I, i'm next you yeah. know kind of thing uh, and I'm I'm mostly just teasing, but I have envisioned that uh-huh. very real possible scenario. I know I've I've done that with a group of like Wilco fans, like where it's like okay, we're gonna play like another song, like and just go around like that, you know, like or like you know you do you know like throw like fish in there, you know, sure. you just like you know, just, you know, go around and just play your favorite songs or whatnot like that, and then like I don't know like building the playlist too. It's like it's like even if there's like. If you find something in there, you know, like Tame and Paul is not for everybody, yeah. Like especially their earlier stuff, you know, like Currents and stuff. It starts to get a little bit more accessible and everything. And their latest one is is pretty accessible too. But like, yeah, like Inner Speaker is is pretty. I mean, it's, it's Australian psych rock. I yeah, mean, you gotta. I mean, <coughs> that's. I think I I, I I derailed a little bit. So so the the relationship with the um, Fish Studio. I mean, that's. You know, if you want to take, um, I don't know, heavy things, uh, just for like, you, mm-hmm. you know, the feel and the story and all, all the intricacies and they'll, when they play heavy things live, you get all that compacted into like three minutes and 28 seconds. And then there's an 11 minute segment that follows where they're just exploring and and it's sort of like this, um, you know, a good stand-up comic has the ability to, as their hour goes on, reference earlier bits with yeah. clever little one-liners that crush. Yeah. And, and if you're doing that sonically and kind of returning to, and then and then you have a really big kind of climax mm-hmm. where you really bring it back. That's what the live thing is all about. But yeah. that doesn't. But that's a, it's a separate thing from my relationship with the studio songs yeah. those are i mean those are the, the I mean, hours like the blueprints they're the know, hours like, yeah. of work you put in in the re- it's like a relationship i mean uh i'm sure that you didn't like first date with kelly like let's watch wrestling and and listen to this podcast <laughs> no, and i'm gonna yeah. smoke a brisket yeah like you you put in a lot of time and work to She's get like to- when are you gonna smoke me a brisket <laughs> Anyway, yeah. uh, no, for just, sure. Yeah, you got to you got to work towards that. There's this there's this whole huge swath of people out there yeah. that have these opinions about their body of studio stuff and just like you should always if you're going to turn somebody on, go to the 81796 where they're in 
you know, Luxembourg. I'm like, how you is gotta that? Hear this tweet, tweezer replies. <laughs> <laughs> how is that? And I'm like, how is that appealing to a yeah. fucking somebody that's never listened to them before? Like, give them like because you're gonna waves you're gonna like Deer Creek a couple years. Thirty-eight. Playing at the bar. Are you gonna sit there and every three minutes go listen to this part? No, yeah. this is the part, and that's annoying. Yeah. What are you doing? It's you an, got, it's annoying to do. Yeah, you got to let that has to happen yeah. organically and on the person's own. Yeah. And I mean, I always say if you if you really want to take a dive, yeah, fucking start with Rift. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Or I mean, Farmhouse or Billy yeah. Breeze. I mean, but um, man. Uh, okay. So um. I'm trying to make this a, a closer, if uh-huh. you will. Um, so tomorrow, yeah. uh, a magical fairy or a government <laughs> assistant, uh, official hands you more, more, way more money than you'll need for the rest of your life, and your people will be taken care. Of. You don't have that stress anymore. Yeah. What do you? Where's your Zuatanejo? What What are you oh, gonna yeah. go? What are you gonna do? I've heard, uh, you know, some people say travel. One dude said, yeah. "I'd probably really just surf in Mexico." Yeah. I mean, I mean, RV and barbecue competitions, man. Take the lady out. Amen. Let's run some shit. You know, and like by the way, both of those hobbies, RV and barbecue, like have lots of time folded in yeah. to where you could listen to music yeah you know and probably see some shows too like you know i mean that's a i mean yeah i mean i'd always thought it'd be cool to like curate a like a music festival you know like that type of stuff Um, joe strobel productions yeah bring back spirit fest man let's do it let's put that out there (laughs) liberty memorial needs it somebody start the hashtag please our asap um well, listen, man, this was super fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is very much uh, kind of a one day at a time, one week at a time kind of thing. And little pockets of like, you know, like do some episodes and oh, shit, I got to book some episodes yeah. and do some. So, you know, I, I envision getting to a point where um, uh, we'll there'll be uh, some select guests that I'd like to ask to come do it again. Yeah. And, um, oh. I can give you 10 different, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you get, once you get to about here or yeah. so, yeah. You, you let me know and then we'll, we'll do this all over. I think that's per, I mean, that would probably be right at double, yeah. you know, probably be right around 30 or somewhere yeah. around there. And then I can give you some recommendations of, you know, friends and whatnot that would, uh, and, if you dig, could do that yeah, for sure. sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, and, uh, n- nothing wrong to white guys, but if you yeah. happen to know any non white guys, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> girls, yeah. guys that don't look yeah. like you and I, you yeah, know, yeah, I mean, no, for sure. Uh, so, uh, seriously though, uh, the, yeah. especially now, like when you're living with your homies or in your 500 square foot, you know, spot and it's just you like, jetting out and dipping out to do this is a different animal than it is if you got a partner so thank you very much for taking the time and uh talk to you soon yeah indeed thanks